The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Show me your heart now 
George Michael song I really, really like. And um, the uh, only interesting thing to come out of that George Michael documentary, he did a version of that with Paul McCartney. Does anyone know what the hell Stevie Wonder was fingering um, on that? He had this strange instrument in front of him and then started playing it. I have no idea what it was. Maybe our first. Hello, Robin Ince. You're live. You're live on the radio, Robin. And before we... uh, Robin Ince is on the radio, by the way. First guest of the uh, uh, the evening. Before we go any further, Robin, did you watch the George Michael documentary? No, I didn't, but I am going to. Um, So that's no good to you whatsoever. No, because I want to know what it was that Stevie Wonder had in front of him. He was... He had this sort of uh, rectangular box in front of him as he was giving his talking head. And then it was obviously an instrument because a song started playing and he started playing along with it. And I've never seen anything like it in my life. It'll be something equivalent to the obelisk in 2001. By him playing a small obelisk, it would have led to some form of evolution within the audience. I think so. And I, it's very... I haven't seen Stevie Wonder for a long, long time. And... Um, I don't think I've ever seen a bald man with dreadlocks before. It really was, um, it was, it's like Mick Fleetwood's ponytail, you know. It really is just clinging on to the the last little bit of hair for as long as he can, for goodness sakes. Um, I found the George Michael documentary a little bit dry, if I'm honest, Robin. Did you ever meet George Michael? Do you know, very, very briefly, Go on. I think it was a, 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 it was a, a, this is, just so your, your listeners know, I would certainly have not teed you up for, uh, for me to tell you this no. extremely dull anecdote. <laughs> I'll tell you my, I'll tell you my George Michael dull anecdote in a minute as well. Go on. Let's see if we can out-dull each other. Go on. Um, literally, it was backstage at the Shaw Theatre, it was a radio awards do, and he was getting some lifetime achievement, and there was me and one other, you know, kind of another of the writers with eczema and bad nitwits. Yes. And, uh, and he just... He came in on his own. He just turned up. Yep. He'd obviously just driven himself to come and get the award and just wandered in. They just went, oh, you can wait here for the award. And he was very, do you know what? Yeah. You immediately got the sense of him that he had no airs or graces and was rather a, 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 a lovely man. He was just, hello, what are you doing? Are you doing some writing? Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, yeah, my... getting this You're so relaxed. So, um, yeah, the, the, every now and again, you know, when you meet people and you go, yeah. Oh, you exude a good humanity. You know, in a much larger scale, when I went to see Nick Cave in front of 7,000 people, I thought, what am I seeing here that I don't normally see in a lot of times in larger gigs? Oh, yes, he somehow manages to project an enormous amount of humanity. I tell you who... By the way, tonight's phone-in, your dull George Michael stories, I don't want exciting (laughs) ones, and also backstage um, name-dropping. I um, was backstage at the Royal Albert Hall, and I had to introduce um, The Who, but um, slightly less importantly, I also had to introduce... BDI, and I was stood backstage on my own and pretending to be on my f- my mobile phone, even though there was no signal down there, um, because I didn't, you know, want to interact. And then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw this man walking towards me, and I looked up, and it was Liam Gallagher. And he went, "Hello, mate. My name's Liam. H- how are you doing?" And I went, "Oh, I'm Ian. Nice to meet you. Thanks." For-. And instantly, all my prejudice against him just disappeared because I thought. He had no reason. He knew that I was going to introduce him on stage, and he just came over to say hello. He had no reason to do that. And, I, and ever since then, I've had a real soft spot for Liam Gallagher. Now, let's see if we can get an 
even more bland. Yeah. I always remember the excitement in Rickmansworth <laughs> when Andrew Ridgely was about to open a wine bar. <laughs> that's, it. that's the whole story. I remember when we were teenagers, heard about Andrew Ridgely, he's opening a wine bar. It's one of the most exciting things happened in Rickmansworth <sighs> since Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. My George Michael story, as um, I know you were just about to ask, was um, uh, uh, um, when I lived in Highgate, I went to, one Sunday morning, I went to All Bar One, for their delicious breakfasts. I was the only person in there. Uh, I sat down, and then a few minutes later, in strolled George Michael with a friend, and they came and sat at the table next to me, even though the place was empty, and then George Michael looked up at me and nudged his friend, and then they moved to another table at the other end of All Bar One. That's my George Michael story. That is very good, actually. I think it's going to be very hard for people to out-mundane that. Yep. If, and listen, if you want, I know you're doing, you've got a big event coming on. If, I don't know, if Billy Bragg or Charlotte Church drop out, Robin, then I can come and I can, I can stretch that story out to 10, 15 minutes if needs be. I see it very much as a Samuel Beckett play. I see it as a three-hour show uh, on Ian Lee's George Michael story. I think that could be one of the greatest pieces of uh, of experimental theatre that we've seen, certainly in Gosh. the 21st century so far. Hey, man, how's things going? You all right? Yes, good, good. I mean, I, I am literally just desperately trying to, to um, sell out this, this, this gig. Then let's plug uh, it. Let's plug the hell out of it. And then you're gonna, what you're going to do after this phone call is you're going to tweet me the link, and I will retweet it as well, because that's how everybody gets their information is from, uh, from Twitter. So what is this gig? Well, it's, I'll tell you what's inspired by this. Uh, a comedian, uh, a US comedian called Barry Crimmins, and I really recommend if anyone, uh, it, you, you can get it on the internet. There's a film about him made by Bobcat Goldthwait called Call Me Lucky. Now, the reason um, I chuckle, it, it, I it, chuckle at that film, Robin, is because we, <laughs> for, for, uh, about, do you remember this, Kath? About three or four months ago, everyone was phoning up saying, you've got to watch this film about oh, Barry Crimmins. Yes, I you've do got, remember You've that. got to, like, Lane would phone it. Everyone would phone in, and, and, and me being faux grumpy, Robin, I go, oh, it sounds boring. Ah, oh, it sounds right. And the more but I said secretly it, to me, he was going, actually, it sounds quite good. Yeah, I, I know. Can't admit it. And the Ooh. more I was saying it, the more people would phone up and go, no, 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 you've honestly, you've got to check this film out. And so I watched the film, and it's actually, it's a really good film. But of course, I then came on air the next night and went, I watched this film, and you lot lied to me. It was boring. Um, but it is genuinely, it is a fascinating film. And I was unaware of this Barry Crimmins character. He'd kind of slipped through my, my, the, through the cracks of my comedic knowledge. But he's fascinating. Well, not particularly well, you know, in, in the UK, uh, I mean, the one thing he was on, I think it was when it was Saturday Live, it might have even been when it became Friday Night Live, he uh, he came over, he was one of the American comics, you know, guested with uh, when, when Ben Elton presented Yeah, it. did he? And, uh, and I remembered that set, and when I mentioned it to him, he went, yeah, it was so weird, because he was this kind of quite hard-hitting, uh, and still is, US political comedian who was an influence on Bill Hicks, amongst others, and he said it was very hard to do my hard-hitting political comedian next to so many inflatable animals. <laughs> they hadn't told me how many inflatable animals I'd be around when I was doing this show. But yeah, he's, he's a really, he's a very interesting guy. And as you will know from Call Me Lucky, I won't, you know, uh, tell people too much about the film, but he has had incredible struggles and he has fought extremely hard 
for people in society, including well, an incredible battle uh, against um, purveyors of, 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 of child. Well, I don't. I don't on, think. On I don't think it's a. It's a spoiler alert to say to say that it, it starts off as this kind of story about this. You know, we, we always get these these documentaries about lost albums, and you know, it kind of starts off as this tale about a lost comedian, and you get these people like David Cross and Bobcat and all these. You know, very respected people coming up saying, "Well, he was my inspiration, and you know, I, he gave me." my first open spot uh, and, and then it, it, it takes a real you know 90 degrees 180 maybe even a 360 degree turn and um it, it goes from being this story about a comedian to, to to being this story about a man who is is battling child pornographers and paedophiles it's it's an incredible story yeah, and it's, you know, it's, it's a, a, as the film shows, it was a fight that, you know, very nearly destroyed him. Yeah. Um, and the tenacity. And so basically what happened was I, I, I got in contact with Barry. We kind of, one of those things, you know, when you've never met someone, but you feel that there's common ground and you just kind of get on. And then when I, well, unfortunately, when I first met uh, Barry at the Latitude Festival this year, uh, it was just after he'd found out that his wife, Helen, um, has been diagnosed with uh, stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, man. And I just thought... That's you know that bit where you go. It's not fair. It's yeah. just not fair. Yeah. And I was with Mark Thomas, and uh, I said, "Look, comics can't do very much, but the one thing we can do is we can put on benefits, and you know, put on a show where all people have to do is turn up and enjoy themselves, and then hopefully we we'll make money." So that was. And, and Barry used to, as you'll know from the film, you know, he used to tour with Billy Bragg, mm. uh, and so I got in contact with Billy Bragg, and Billy was up for it in Charlotte. Oh, there's, some, there's a great bit in there because I knew nothing about the bloke. I didn't know any of the story, and then suddenly Billy Bragg. Pops up. I'm thinking, what is this all about? And then there's some great footage of, of them on stage together. And he, 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 instead of doing instrumental breaks, they're playing a song. And where the guitar solo would be, Barry Crimmins drops in a political joke. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a fantastic bit of political variety. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, so it's, it's so that's basically why, why we're doing it is because, and it's also for uh, Click Sergeant, which is a, um, a children's cancer charity, because uh, Helen wanted uh, you know as much money as possible so to, to go to children's cancer charity, the UK based one. So it's just one of those things where you go, you, you know, I got in contact with you, and I was just going, why can't this sell out? It's Billy Bragg, it's Mark Thomas, it's James Acaster, it's Josie Long, it's Holly McNeese, it's Charlotte Church, it's three hours long, it's fifteen quid. Yeah, why can't? And, and there's just that bit where then you you. And then sometimes people go, it might be compassion fatigue. And you go, yeah, why is well, that the first fatigue yeah. anyone seems to get? Yeah. They know, you, know, you know, trolling fatigue very rarely <laughs> kicks in. Compassion fatigue, oh, do you know what? I popped 50 pence into a dog's head the other day. I've got nothing left, you know. Well, if it had been that young lad with calipers, Kath would have, um, you, you wanted to ride him, didn't I you? I did. I wanted to ride anything that had a slot of those days. <laughs> and uh, as I remembered, my parents would never let me. And then they showed me this album just full of me riding stuff. But you said to your dad when you were a kid, can I have a go on that, yeah. <laughs> the lad with calipers. Oh, dear God. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, right? Jos- it, it, 15 quid is worth it for Josie Long alone. She is, without a, a doubt, one of... The- I was talking to someone about Josie the other day, and I can't remember who... Just one of the funniest people that ever strode this earth. Everything that comes out of her mouth is a delight. 
Yeah, no, it's really. But she's also she's one of those very kind of inspiring people. I've I've worked with her since. Oh God, I think we've nearly worked together for twenty years. Wow. That means I first started working when she was about seventeen years old, and yeah. she used to say, "Oh, look at you, old old person." And now I remind her that she is four years older than me when I was considered by her to be an old old man. Oh, she's ancient. Uh, though I have aged in a particularly more wretched <laughs> manner. You've uh, all, you, no, you haven't. You've, you've always, uh, with you know, with respect, I've known you for a while on and off, but. <laughs> You know, you've all, you have always looked about the age you are now. I think. I think you've you, you're, you, you've grown into your age, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I think when I when there were still some details of me that looked young, yes. it was a very incongruous <laughs> face. And now that I do look like a wretched hobo in knitwear, uh, it, it's all absolutely fine. Um, and Billy Bragg, of course, is is just brilliant. We're hopefully getting him on the show in a couple of weeks because I loved. He wrote a, such a good book. About the um, about skiffle and about the history of skiffle and it's important that there's kind of bridging the gap between jazz and rock and roll and pop, and it was such a brilliant read and I, I, I and again I don't really know that much about Billy Bragg but I just know that the world is a slightly better place because Billy Bragg exists. He seems like such a decent, you know, nice man. And I think he's a real, you know, I, I love that kind of that general autodidact thing. I think, you know, probably, you know, all of us have that passion for people who just go, I want to know about that. I want to learn about that. I want to know what yeah. I'm doing. You know, all of those kind of things. And I, w- I would love him. I know I know you've had uh, Chaz on the, sh- the yeah. show from Chaz and David. Yeah. And I, I think a session with Chaz and Billy Bragg, I don't know if that's happened yet, but... <sighs> Because it's still one of the most one that one of my favourite yeah. things ever was watching Chaz and Dave support the Libertines. Yeah, and it was uh, ama- you know kids were holding up their phones going it's Chaz and Dave it's Chaz and Dave and there's a wonderful moment where someone went over to um, Chaz's uh, wife and said uh, oh Chaz Chaz uh, he must be really made up supporting the Libertines and she just looked with a very cool way and she went well it's not like when they supported Led Zeppelin Network <laughs> wow that's a put down isn't it the thing about Chaz right because he's um, he's gone his father in-law as you know and um he um i, I interviewed him and i went round to, to to paul's house and we, we chatted for an hour and he played some songs and we did a little duet and stuff but um chaz has played with everyone i mean he, he, he was he was describing recording with joe meek and he described the the flat he was he you know that um uh, uh, i think it was now whose wedding was it was it eric clapton's wedding right that there was like a eric clapton got married in the 70s possibly to patty i'm not sure and um the, uh, at one point the band on stage was uh, paul mccartney ringo Starr, george harrison and chaz chaz was john <laughs> lennon for an afternoon it's i mean that man is seen and just such a such I, I, and you're right him and uh, chaz and dave and billy bragg doing a session together if they recorded that and put that out as an album that would sell in the bucket loads yeah, but you can't get Josie Long in there to do any backing vocals. I remember once with uh, Billy Bragg, he started a Cockney sing-along, Uh-oh. and she said, Have a banana <laughs> is totally the wrong song. Look, serious. <laughs> totally the wrong Have a banana. No, no, no Have a banana did, in there did, Please tell me the whole jam just ground to a halt and, and everyone stared and looked at her. That would have been delicious. It, it was like that old punch cartoon of the shocked man at the party, you know. <laughs> Billy. I also love the fact that, because Chaz joins Peter Hook in the strange group of um, large big men who have for some reason been played by the willowy Ralph Little in fictionalised versions of their story. Oh, really? Ralph Little played Peter Hook 
in uh, 24-hour party of people. Of course he did. And then Ralph Little plays Chaz, Chaz in, uh, I was going to say Chaz and Dave. That would be a wonderful thing if he did play Chaz yeah. and Dave. But he just yeah, he played Chaz in the it's a film, I think, called Telstar. Wouldn't, Telstar, well, that just goes to show the versatility of, of um, Little, doesn't it, I think? Yeah, I mean, he's great, but you do go, but I always think of this as a big hairy man, and they've given it to a small man. I'm loving Chaz's... Um, Pictures. Uh, he keeps uh, tweeting along because obviously he had his his um, his uh, cancer treatment and he's he he lost all his hair, and uh, all he tweet his biggest tweets now are just him tweeting pictures of his hair growing back because he's so proud and he's going it's thicker than ever and I love it. Um. So and Charlotte Church as well. I've I've got a huge soft spot for Ch- Charlotte Church. I always have. I've always thought she was absolutely brilliant. She really. Did. I mean, the, the chutzpah that she has, the things she'll stand up for, and the amount of. The amount of, of kind of really unpleasant things attacks she gets for actually just standing up, not, yeah. really, not merely for herself, but a lot more for, for other people. Um, there was a beautiful moment, actually, when, when I think the first time I met her was at the uh, the End of the Road Festival, and we went to see uh, Sufjan Stevens, and she loves Sufjan Stevens. She was singing along and uh, drinking the gin and orange from the squash bottle, and uh, and as she sang along, this man just turned and went, you've got a lovely voice. <laughs> and she said, thanks very much. She was very often, and then I think later on, the man went, I've just realised who that was. She's a professional singer. <laughs> um, so when it when is this event, Robin? It is it is next Monday, so it's a week's time, right. seven thirty at the new Wimbledon Theatre. Okay. And as I said, pretty much all the tickets, are, apart from very few, nearly all the tickets are, are fifteen quid, and, and everything goes to. I mean, literally, apart from from the, the cost of hiring the theatre, every other penny will go to help uh, Barry's wife Helen. Uh, fund um, the, the treatment she needs because in America, of course, it is exorbitant. Even though she has insurance, it's exorbitant, and a, a, a very large percentage of it will go to um, the Click Sergeant Children's Cancer Charity. And I'll, I'll tweet the link after when you, you send me a tweet, and I'll tweet, tweet the link. But where, if, if people aren't on Twitter, where's the best place to go and get tickets? If you just go to the new Wimbledon Theatre site and do have okay. a look on the, because people get a bit confused by seat maps on theatres. Either go there or go to cosmicshambles.com, which is uh, the site that we kind of that, that that's a, a site which has got lots of different bits and pieces that i do but the main things on it at the moment are all about that show we've got about three different blog posts explaining why it's happening and and other things as well um how's book shambles going um, thank you so much for asking me to come on that I, it was such a thrill because you have like proper guests and stuff and i love that podcast how's it going you are a proper guest, don't oh, you? Thank start you. To be self-based. Thank you. Thank you. Think, thank you. Uh, um, this it, it, we have a, a really nice time actually. We, we had Tanita Tikram, I think, after you. We recorded one with Tanita Tikram wow. a few weeks ago, which comes out this week. And you know when you just it, what was absolutely delightful was when she turned up. She went, "Oh, just so you know, I'm, I might not say anything. I'm quite shy, <laughs> and uh, I've got my bag of books." You'd be really careful. She's got this lovely like Hessian bag, or it might be an adult book bag or whatever. Yeah. all her favourite books. And then the moment it started, because, as you know, with book shambles, we don't go, we're joined by Ian Lee. Born in 1972, <laughs> you know, he's just kind of, oh, what have you got in the bag? Oh, that's brilliant. That, yeah. you know, that kind of, and she just talked and talked and talked. Brilliant. And the passion that she had. I mean, that's why I love doing that show. It's just like all the people that we get, because Josie and me are just there. We're very, I mean, someone once said to me, they said, you've gone beyond uh, being a bibliophiliac into being uh, bibliosexual, possibly. You know, I, I love books. Uh, I say that standing in my room where there is a, a, a basically a top 
tidal wave of books about to possibly crush me. If you're very lucky, uh, these will be the last words, and I'll, I'll die under a selection of 1970s hardbacks that I had to buy while charity shopping. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's just the, the passion that people have when they, they want to share the books that they love. I have to. Uh, I have to correct. Someone did say to me, they said, you're so analogue. Everything you do is yeah. so analogue. You, you never joined the digital age. I have to correct one thing. I, I was born in 1973, just to, you said 1972. I know you're just improvising. Your agent says you're playing ages 27 <laughs> to 41. <laughs> and finally, Robin, um, this is a little bit embarrassing, but um, my mum is obsessed with Professor Brian Cox. Um, I don't know, I don't know if he's single, I don't know if he's married, I don't know, whatever, but could you just let him know that there is a 67-year-old woman who would jump on him at the, if, if ever he wanted, you know, to have some fun with her? I'm just putting that out there. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure that, I, I know Brian's got that, got that list and he's, I, I'm, I'm sure that'll be fine. He's, he's working he's, his way he's, around he's, that list. <laughs> For not replying to the letters, but the cakes were delicious, so they made him feel sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Robin, it's nice to talk to you. We'll get you in the studio one night next time you're around. I'm in the studio. Thank you so much for letting me plug that. It's it's an absolute treat to be on. Cheers, Thank you, mate. Speak, speak to you later on. Thank Take you care. Bye bye. It sounds like a cracking evening. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Ah, oh, man alive. Saying that, um, uh, you know, because we can't really do evenings. We are taking a night off next week. We're off. We're off Thursday because we're going to the award ceremony. Boss says. But then we're off next week, so we're going to go and see Stephen Page in Luton. It's going to be good, isn't it? Isn't it? I might go on my, m- my moped. Oh, funky moped. Um, we won't get Nick, will it? No, of course not. He's uh, an old banger. <laughs> That's why we bought them. But Stephen Page is going to be in the studio here on Friday with his band playing live. Imagine that. Imagine that, Periscopers. And um, this is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000. I've got a sore throat, but I'm being very brave about it. The worst thing for me about getting a sore throat, Catherine. By the way, you can Skype as well. Late Night Alternative. All one word. Skype is on now. Um... The worst thing about getting a sore throat for me is I swallow gulps of air, which means I get really bad trapped in digestion, trapped wind, trapped in digestion. Yeah. And I can't burp. No, we know that, because of so, sphincter. Yeah, so the only way I can make myself burp is two fingers down the throat and a waggle. Eesh. And it's horrible, and it lets it all out, but it's absolutely um, Oh, horrible. there you go. No, it's not a burp, though. I that mean, was a little rumble, though. No, I can do little rumbles. That's not a burp. Not um, satisfying enough. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference, guys. Search, what is it? Time to change, to find out more. Uh, we're off to an awards thing on Thursday. The uh, the Ars... The Ar- Arias. The Arias. The Arias. It's in Leeds. Uh, we are staying in a very swanky hotel. And um, we are up against Jeremy Vine, Pete Price, um, some bloke from Radio 3, and some others. So never mind. Never mind, indeed. It was nice to be nominated. But we shall go, and we're going to put LSD in the punch, and then we'll see what happens. Then we'll see what happens. I'm thinking, you know, and this is a serious thing, right? You know, I'm I'm really struggling to write this book. Mm-hmm. And when I was away, I got quite a bit of the book done, Okay. And then since I got back, I've got none of the book done, right? And I reckon with one last push, I can do it. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm considering, is this, a, I've got a bit of holiday, holiday, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no play, no pay. I'm thinking of taking a week off in November. Right. To write the book. Just a week. Well, <laughs> just a week, just a week to, to knuckle down. If, I can easily get 15,000 words done in a week. It's 2,000 words a day. Right. I think, and then that would take me up to 45,000 words. And then it's then the, then the end is in sight. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go for eighty thousand words, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to book a week off November, middle of November. So I'm swallowing a lot because of this sore throat. I'm tempted to book a week off. Let's get on with the book. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, as long as it's quality, a quality week off, not messing. I'm about. not going to Marrakesh again. All right, yeah, but you know, you want to stay off Twitter and stop messing about and, and knuckle down and get some work done. Knuckles. Speaking of knuckles, um, I might do that. Evening, Paul. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm a knuckle sandwich, aren't I? Yeah. Anyway, you were talking about people's favourite books a minute ago. Um, can I can I give one of my favourite books? Sure. Galapagos by Kurt Vonnegut. Um, by who? Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut. It might be Vonnegut. It is. I, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's his a, book, Galapagos. It's a great book. Um, they create a new species. It's it's one hell of a read. A furry child is born from, from the turtle. It includes Dar- the Darwin theory. It's right. not the best Kurt Vonnegut book, I would suggest. I would suggest um, Cat's Cradle is great. The one with Ice Nine, where they've got this um, this chemical in a test tube that if it touches water, it solidifies it. Right. Yes, she might have topped me with that. Well, I have done. Yes, you have. But don't top yourself. It's a brilliant book, right? Um, it's Ice Nine. Okay, so they've right. got this thing in this um, uh, this, this this test tube, right? So what is it? Poison? If you drink it? No, 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 no. It's a chemical, mm. and if it touches water, it solidifies. Now the thing is, ultimately, all water is connected. So if it touches water. Within a very short time, the whole of the Earth's water solidifies. Right. It's a great book. It is a great book. And they're on this island. And um, the way they make love is by... um, uh, I haven't read it for ages. The way they make love is they take their shoes and socks off Mm. and they rub their feet together. And it's the intermingling of their souls in both senses of the word. And it's, oh, it's, it's such a good book. I love, have you read any Vonnegut? I started reading one once, but um, oh, I love it. It, was, it was during a dark time where I didn't finish it. Oh, books. mate, I love it. I love, maybe it's time for me to dive back into Vonnegut. I think that's the way to go. Good evening, Alan. Evening, good evening, Kath. You'll have yep. to wait there, Alan, because we've got a Skype call and it's another Alan. Good evening, other Alan. Hello, Alan. I might not have my Skype settings set correctly, although I should do. Hang on. Um, yes. Yes, I have. Hello. Right. No, no, Alan, we'll go back to you. Hello, Ian. Hello, Alan. I'm looking forward to you winning on next Thursday. Well, it's this Thursday. Oh, this Thursday. If I was a betting man, you'd be odds on. Oh. You are a betting man, aren't you? I've got you even money. Oh. I don't know what that means. It means if he puts money on us, he'll get his money back. If oh. we win. Oh. Yeah. And I'm watching the George Michael documentary on Channel 4. Bit boring, I thought. 
Well, I caught, um, Captain Mattel on a bit when he came out. Um, what, the Big Brother house? No, when he was arrested in the toilet. I've been to those toilets. I made a documentary in them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And that's inspired outside. Um, uh, yes, inspired inspired. Um, yeah, no, I've been to those toilets, made a documentary. I had, I had, a, I had a TV series on BBC One. Did you? Yeah, called called The Worst Week. And he, he, in it, we were going to make a documentary about people's worst weeks. And that was George Michael's worst week. When he was arrested in the toilet. Yes, 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 yes. It just goes to show, there's a time and a place. And a public toilet is not the place. Thank oh. you very much indeed. Sometimes it was. That was the point. Hello. Oh. Welcome to Skype call contested. testing service. They can hear After me. the beep, please record a message. Afterwards, your message will be played back to you. Hello, Skype. Can you hear us? Skype. Right, so that guy that called in is a knob then. Yeah, he's not pressed something that he should have. Right. Today was 03444991000. Skype, a late night alternative, all one word. Um, If you can hear my voice, then that means you're... Oh, hello, is there someone there? It's the same guy. Alan B, what's your problem? Okay. We'll, We'll leave him there. Maybe he'll want to join him. Um, today was exciting because of the red old sun. I went to I went to a yoga class today because you've recommended yoga. Yeah. Um, Britain's one of Britain's best radio broadcasters. No, rewind and uh, re-edit. Britain's best radio broadcaster. And I don't say that sarcastically. Clive Bull recommended. Yeah. Um, I do yoga and um, my gym. Oh, hello. Hello. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening, madam. Hello. Very formal. Apologies for my earlier silence. It was not intentional. Okay. An unintentional earlier silence. Um, first thing, Ian, you said you're never going to have any evenings off ever again last week. Well, yes. Um, no, that's fake news. I've never said it. Here's what. Here's my new thing now. If I ever get caught out contradicting myself, yeah. I'm going to deny that I ever said it. Yeah. And I know for a fact, Alan, I never said that. I think it's absolutely fair enough, and I apologise. Thank you. Now that, to my that main point. <laughs> that works. It does, it does, it works. <laughs> There's another um, good George Michael song, yeah. in my opinion. Yep. And it's um, it's uh, when he sings Don't Let the Sun Go Down On Me. Don't let the sun go, go down, down on me. Yeah. Thank you. That's the one. No, um, it isn't. No, I tell you, no, I tell you what. Here's the other good George Michael song. The one with, um... Aretha. No, the one with... Mary J. Yeah. That's not a George Michael song. That's a Stevie Wonder song. Excuse me? Who sings it with Mary J? He does. So it's a George Michael song. No, he never wrote it, so it's a Stevie Wonder song. Hang on a minute. When you... Right, okay. Do you know one of my... (laughs) Do you know one of the best Glen Campbell songs... It's Galveston. Mm, it's not a Glen Campbell song. <laughs> well, yes, it is a Glen Campbell song. You don't have to have written it for it to be one. No one goes, oh, yeah, Wichita Line Man. That's such a great Jim, uh, Jimmy Webb song, sung by Glen Campbell. They go, it's a great Glen Campbell song. Alan, tell him he's wrong. Well, yes, indeed. Yeah, right. Um, the thing is, um, don't let the sun go down on me. Don't you That's think, not a George uh, Michael song. It's it's an Elton John song. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But don't you think George Michael sings it well? 
I just think it's a bit... <laughs> it's a bit like um, like trombone notes, isn't it? Slidey. Yeah, slidey. What about... What do you think of the original Elton John version? And we all know who sings the backing vocals on that, don't we, Mr Lee? Yeah, of course we do. But why don't you tell us, and I'll tell you if you're right. It's some of the Beach Boys. Uh, yes, he's absolutely correct. Um, <laughs> I t- no, the only good Elton John song is Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. Do you know that one? Um, Ooh, no. Aye. It's, the, it's the only good no. Elton John song. No. It's the only no. good no. Elton John no. song. No. It's no. the only good Elton John song. All right, mate, don't take the piss. Ah, what about <laughs> Goodbye Yellow Brick Road? No. Oh, that's a belter. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Mona Lisa's and Mad... But the best version of Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's, the Elton John song, is by Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore did a brilliant album of cover versions. Right. Right. It includes... uh, I wonder if I've got it on this um, computer. Because it is such a good album. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Uh, Mandy Moore... Moore. Mandy, well, that's how you, well, that's how it's pronounced, mate. Moore. Um, okay, Mandy Moore. Would you like some Moore tea? No, but her name's spelled. Her name is spelled M O O R E. Moore. Hang on. You know um, which Disney princess she played? Well, I couldn't give a stuff. Mate. You can. Here we so go. You don't Here we know. go. Right, listen to this. Right, so um, this is this is Mandy Moore's album coverage. Here we go. Right. Oh, oh shit. Here we go. Listen to this. Oh, for crying out loud. This better be good. Here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, for God, I've got to log in. Oh, Ian. I don't know what my password is. for. The... Here we go. Um, right. Probably something rude. Here we go. Right. Still there, Alan. Hang on, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've done this. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, for... I mean, this is ridiculous. I don't know what the password is for this. It's right, I'm going to have to buy... in it. I'm going to have to buy... I'm going to buy the whole... Right. I'm going to buy the whole album again. Just for the sake of this? Yeah. There's Elton John trolling now going on on Periscope. It's disgraceful. There's a lot. Elton John trolling. Somebody said there's no good Elton John songs. There's not many. Periscope. There's not many. Well. Got to be careful. Not you. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, guess who I found out who lives near me? Elton John. Mm, well, he does, but no, 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 no. Even, the Queen. Even more important, even bigger, even bigger than the Queen and Elton John. Um, I'll give you a clue. No, Edmonds. An eye for an eye makes the whole bloody world blind. Nick Knowles. Knowles. Nick Knowles lives near me. Nicky Knowles, you if better he, watch yourself. If he finds out I've been dissing him, he's going <laughs> to biff me on the nose. He's going to biff me on the bloody nose. You better nail up your letterbox. Here we go. Right, so... um. It means I've got like four copies of this. Like six ninety nine, I've just spent on this Mandy Moore album. But listen, because it's worth it, right? Here we go. Oh, hang on a minute. It's... Oh, uh... yeah. Uh, hang on a minute. I could have made the album by now. Well, no, listen, she's good. All right, we're going to start off. Um, okay. Oh, for crying! No, lo- load. Here we go. Right. Oh, Jesus. Right. Well, tell you what, we're going to do is. Um, we're going to go to another. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Right, he's uh, basically he's buggered up my um, computer list, so I've not been able to... I've paid for it, but I've not got it. But listen to this, right? This is Mandy Moore doing Joan Armour trading. Listen to this. Great, yeah? Great. Okay, okay. fine. Fine. Here's, um, here we go. Here's her doing um, Martika. Yeah? It's It's not, mate. It's Martika. Right, here, here she's doing um, uh, Islamic music. One, two, Here's her doing um, the blondies. I don't really like that one. No, Here's and she, that didn't sound very new wave. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. The best version of Sense is working overtime. Better than XTC. Three, Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, hey. Clouds are away, the straw for the donkeys and the innocents can all sleep safely. All sleep safely. My mind, the sun is bright, it's for the the cannons and the guilty ones can all sleep safely. All sleep of that song the best version right that's that's not all listen to this here we go this is a rubbish song if she does it brilliantly you know this <laughs> such a great you're, you're laughing and you're wrong cause this is a great album who would just churn out an album full of covers that's brilliant Honestly, it's one of my favourite albums. Apparently, I bought it three times on this computer, but all one did different logins. And then this is the Elton John song. And now we know Spanish Harlem are just pretty words to say. Hey, I thought I knew. Right, well, you shut up, please, Alan. I'm playing. The, I'm playing a bit of mute. Shut up. He was in the moment then. Hang on. His eyes closed. There we go. 
Wait, you wait. There we go. There's people out there like you. Thank the Lord there's people out there like you. Here we go. All together now. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Alan. Um, well, he's gone. I cut him off. I didn't like his. I didn't like his attitude. It stunk, to be honest. It was a very cocky attitude. You're listening to the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. So it's time to change to find out more. Let's go to David Babcock. It's your turn, David. Hang on. Oh, God. Right. Hey, up. Sorry. Uh, Are you reversing? No, I'm... Uh, that was the microwave. Oh, no, not the microwave now. First the Hoover. No, 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 no. I'm cooking a bit of a late-night dinner. Oh! It'll play merry hell with your digestion. Well, Sorry. Yes. It will. What have you called in for? By the way, I've had some criticism about you online. Mm. Well, what have I done? Um, apparently, you're a cheap rip-off of um, Angelos Epithemeu. Angelos who? Angelos Epithemeu. Who's that? Oh, well, apparently you've ripped him off. Why? Is it my investigator? Well, I'm just saying, on Twitter, someone said you were a rip-off of Angel. I'm just passing on the message, mate. Don't shoot the well, messenger. Some people can't take no, criticism. I'll, I'll Google it. I don't know who that is. Bloody, I tell you what, I've got sweat pouring off me. Is it hot in here? Is It, uh... it is quite warm, yeah. Bloody hell. Hey, did you see the sky today, Alan? David. David? Alan. What did I say? Alan. Who's Alan? Did you see the, did you, did you see the sky today, David? It was very, uh, very mysterious, actually. It was uh, a tinge of uh, yellow. It was red, and then it was brown. The sky was a shitty colour. Right, yeah, well, it's not making pasta. Um, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was Saharan sand. I get this. Saharan sand blowing in front of the sun. Do they take us for idiots? Yeah, we, we know what it was, really, don't we? Don't we, David? Uh, don't we? We're not going to... Are we going to say it? No, I'm not going to say it. It's not someone for me. say it. It's not for me to say. After three. One, two, three. Foreigners. I will... Oh. Wow. Oh, David. E. Put yourself down there, love. Golly gosh. Um, so I've, got, I've got a cold. I sneezed. I've got a cold as well. Have we been French kissing? No, no, no not on my side. My, my manager, Frank Belushi, has given me a kick up the bum. Yes. And they told me to come on here and network. Okay. Um, shall I just go? Go on, then. Right. Coming up to Halloween, isn't it not? And I'm a paranormal investigator. Spooky going on everywhere. If you'd like me to come and be a paranormal investigator for you on Halloween or nearby Halloween, uh, find me on Facebook or Twitter. 
Um, what day? What um, day? Is Halloween. Is Halloween. Uh, Halloween is on a Tuesday. Right. Yeah. I don't know whereabouts in the country you are, David, but right. are there any... This is what we're going to do, right? Mm. Haunted houses. We're going to send David to report live from a, an, an actual haunted house on Halloween. That's what oh. we're going to do. There's a budget of £15, David. Right. And we want you to find a proper... To, we want you to do this properly, right? You've got to find a proper haunted house near you. Right. And you've got to get in touch with them, and you've got to tell them you're going to do um, uh, the show from there, and we will keep coming back to you throughout the evening to find out um, what's happening. You know, like most haunted, but real. That sounds good to me. Fine. And you can wear one of your new T-shirts. They look brilliant, they do. Yeah, they do. So, uh, for those who don't know, David has had some um, T-shirts printed up, um, and uh, uh, for, thank you for the the ones you sent me and Catherine. We'll be wearing them tomorrow. No, not tomorrow because we're making a film. We'll be wearing them on Wednesday. We'll wear them Wednesday. So we'll wait. My, my my face will be on Catherine's chest. Okay, thanks yeah. very much for calling. There we go. I mean, that's. Uh... Yep, it will. Oh, yeah, 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 like a coconuts. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Man, alive it. It's hot. Late night alternative is the uh, Skype. Uh, all one word, late night alternative. You can Skype for free from anywhere in the world. So, yeah, I went to do some yoga today mm. because you'd recommended it and Clive Bullard recommended it. And, um, you know, I'm going through a very stressful period in my life. I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to get fit. And also I'm trying to get, just get this stress out of my life, man. And uh, so I went to a yoga class. That was, it was packed. Packed, really. Ooh. Yeah, I know it was packed. Um, Difficult to find, you know, personal space. There was, there was not much personal space, and but yeah. I was fine with that. I was the only bloke there, which I like. Um, and uh, me and this other girl were the only people that hadn't done it before. Right. Um, she left halfway through. Twitter. Yeah, got up and went. Um, I stuck it out. And do you know what? I enjoyed it because I did, I did yoga about ten years ago. I went a few times when I was in this other gym. And um, it was, I found it quite uh, hard work because the, the, the first place, they would make you... It was quite physically demanding and they would make you do it boom, 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 oh, boom. Oh, no, boom. that's not the point. No, there was none of that centering yourself. So that put me... I did about three or four sessions there. And that put me off um, doing it altogether but today was a lot more peaceful a lot slower there's a lot more breathing involved i can't get the breathing right when you're supposed to breathe when you're That's exerting right. Don't out stress and, about it man it'll um, come i wasn't stressing but i was doing some wicked stretches here's the thing my balance is absolutely atrocious i've got no balance i can't balance at all so i was wobbling all over the place but i did it and then when i came out it was like it was like i came out at midday but it felt like um, dusk on a summer's evening. It, everything was sort of a, a dull, orangey red. It was a very peculiar light. Did you feel a bit weird as well? Because uh, when I used to come out of yoga, I felt a bit like, you know, if you've been in the pub in the afternoon? Yeah. It felt like that. You kind of come out and you're a little bit a bit woozy. I, I felt a bit it. woozy, but I've had a headache all day, and I wonder if the, if the weather, if the sun... Pressure. Has, 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 has anyone else had a headache today because uh, my head has just felt like it's being crushed like, like, like there's a weight pushing down on it but man that sun then i took the dog for a walk just as the hurricane was was blowing up oh it was great she was terrified absolutely loved it absolutely loved it dear listener oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number uh 
Skype. Late Night Alternative. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Now I know Spanish Harlem are not just pretty words to say I thought I knew But now I know that rose trees never grow In New York City Until you've seen this trash can dream come true You stand at the edge while people run you through And I thank the Lord there's people out there like you I thank the Lord there's people out there like you While Mondeezers and bad hatters, sons of bankers, sons of lawyers, turn around and say good morning to the night. For unless they see the sky, but they can, and that is why. They know not if it's dark outside or light. It's got, it's got a lot of songs to sing If I knew the tunes I might join in I go my way alone Grow my own, my own seed shall be sown Stop 
The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. I have a sore throat this evening. So I am sucking um, a fisherman's friend. Ho, ho, ho. Because it could mean I'm, I'm giving um, oral pleasures to um, someone who lives by the sea. I'm not, not even sucking a fisherman's friend. It's a, it's a throat lozenge of a different brand. But... Um, Let's see what happens, shall we? Let's see what happens. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello can you shut my door, please? Uh, I, I, ca- I can't shut your door, Jerry. I'm not there. No, I'm trying to tell you this. Can you shut the door, please? Can you shut, can shut the door? Yes, please. All right. Are you... I'm on the phone. On? Yes. Right. Not on the phone, literally, but talking. Okay. Talking. Not standing on the you, phone. You showed her. All right. Hey, Jim. You showed her. Yeah. I didn't. I lost the plot last night. They pulled street down the corridor, start naked. Hey, that'll learn them, wouldn't it? Hey, so, so. me clothes out the window. Good, good for you. Didn't moon me out the window on the radiator. <laughs> there we go. That <laughs> proper lost the plot. Oh, that's what I lost this morning. But it's like school. I just got fed up and just as posture. Dad, me, me clothes got stuck on the windowsill. Had to get, had to get a, a brush to get reach. Scoops off the windowsill. Oh, that's not very rock and roll, is it? We get the clothes right. getting stuck on the windowsill. No, I try to get it on the pavement. Well, yeah, exactly, but getting them stuck on the windowsill is a bit rubbish. I know what you can do for Halloween. Well, Going on to Problem Macclesfield, sit on the stool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that haunted pub we went to was yeah. absolute rubbish, wasn't it? Mm. Charlatans <laughs> and Chances, the lot of them. Charlatans, that's, that's they're from Northwich, pretty close to Macclesfield. Good band. Good band. Who were the original charlatans? What are, oh. the, who were the charlatans? Because I know what the, um, not the Ludwigs, the um, Luddites. I know what the Luddites are. Yeah. You know what a Luddite is? What's a charlatan? Oh, I don't know. Well, I know what charlatan is. Yeah. It's a fake. But then who were that? There must have been, a, like, like there were the Luddites, a movement. Was there a charlatan movement? It sounds like there should be someone, like, called Charles at the head of it. Charles Charlatan. You're a char- You know where the word silhouette comes from? No. This is... black. Sorry? Silver black. No. You know what a silhouette is, right? Yes. Well, it, it, it's named after the person that first started drawing like that. Oh, right. Except it's not. It's named after the person, like all, most great things, he nicked the idea from someone else. The but then they named it after him. His name's like Steve Silhouette or something, which is a great 80s pop star name. But it's called, like, Tony Silhouette or something, and that's where it comes from. Silhouette's Gosh. a surname. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I like stuff like that. Thanks, Facts Man. That's okay. You just walked in on me again. You know, on the phone. You're, like, listening to me. Well, they're the only ones they're that do. You, oh! They're hoping you yeah. might take your clothes off again. <laughs> no. Not again. Try to get down the list, but the list didn't come up in time. Um, Jerry, I hate to remind you of this, but you've got Parkinson's, and we can understand everything you're saying tonight, so you forgot to do the voice, so you're busted, you haven't really got Parkinson's, you've just been conning me for the last ten years. I know, I'm sorry. That's okay. Bit weird, that, mate. Just as long as you remember to do the voice next time, and we'll we'll pretend this never happened. 
Yeah, it, it probably this isn't this isn't me really. It's somebody else. Mm. Good. The other guy was boring. Hope you Thanks very much for calling, Jay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, you can Skype late night alternative all one word. Where are my papers? Do you not bring them in? No, you. It's your job. For the last. I got sent down a wild goose chase, didn't no, I? That's she why. Got sent down a wild goose chase, guys. There was no goose and there was no tripod. That's what happens. Um, but yeah, yoga. I enjoyed the yoga today. I think I'm going to become um, like a Zen yoga master. And um, yeah, I couldn't balance. That's the thing. I've got no balance. So anything that involved going up on one leg, I was all over the shop. But I tell you what, I came out and I felt tall. I felt um, I felt I felt energized. I felt I felt quite good about myself, which which is unusual. Doesn't happen too often these days. I tell you that for nothing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dear listener, this is what I wanted to um, ask you this evening: Is there any? Pl- I had to go to the tip today. I've bought um, the glamorous showbiz lifestyle I lead. Um, the vacuum cleaner we've had in our house has not been working for about the last year, and um, so I ordered a new vacuum cleaner, exactly the same model. I don't like to mess around. The same model. It's coming tomorrow, and I had to take the old one to the uh, the dump today. What we used to call the dump. Then we call it the council tip, and now it's the recycling centre. And I don't think there is any place. It was it was particularly great going when it, the sky was all post-apocalyptic. I don't think there is any place in the world that is sexier than uh, the mun- municipal tip. I love it. It's not as exciting as in the days when my dad came back with a, a, an accordion. In its case, that was a great. Chuck got rid of that accordion years ago and i don't know why because it was a proper it was a great accordion in this wonderful big beast and i never forget when i split up with my first girlfriend and i took some stuff to the dump there just looking at me was a barry manilow album and i nicked that and that got me through a breakup what a great record wonderful and you're not you're not supposed to um take stuff from the dump anymore and it's not there was nothing there really to uh to to get me hard but there is something very exciting about going... And maybe it's just a bloke thing, I don't know, about no, going to the tip. It's not a bloke thing. We rescued a gnome... When we were kids, we rescued a gnome from the tip. Still yeah. in my mum's garden, Norman. It's got no paint on it or anything. It's the right state. I love it. We can... Um, if, you, if you can... Dear listener, 0344 499 I'm, I'm throwing out loads of phone-ins here this evening. Um, is there any place sexier than the tip? Your finds from the local rubbish dump... Um, your boring George Michael stories, please, and uh, your um, meeting of celebrities backstage. 0344 499 1000. You can Skype Late Night Alternative. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio, and with Time to Change. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee, on air and off the leash, on Talk Radio. 0344. 499-1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can do the uh, red, sc- red Skies, Rubbish Tips, George Michaels. and uh, Why do people say George Michaels and Cliff Richards? Because um, they get it wrong. They do, don't they? My mum says Craig Davis. 
But why, I wonder why the S, why the pluralisation is, is the common Cliff Richards and, uh, and, and George Michaels. It just, it's an odd... Um, but it is Keith Richards, isn't it? Mm. There's a boring man. Keith Richards, if you've ever read his autobiography, just comes across as an absolute hideously rude man. And, a t- and he boasts about leaving his kid, like, in, living in this mansion with a nanny while he was off doing loads of drugs and stuff. And he boasts about it. And the last story in the book is about him in a car and a fan taps on the window and he winds the window down and he hands in the fan hands in this really rare guitar that's worth about $20,000. Would you sign this for me? Yeah, I'll sign it. And he takes it in the car and then he winds the window up and drives off. <gasps> And that's the last story in the book, and you're supposed to think, wow, this guy's so rock and roll. And he's not, he's just, he's just a thug. He's just a thug. The older I get, the less um, impressed I am by the tales of um, uh, debauchery and, and d- d- drug fuel. It just, I just think, you absolute he, idiot. Here's the thing, right? It stops getting cute once you're over 30. That kind of behaviour. Yeah. I bet, I've always said this. I bet Keith Moon was an absolute nightmare yeah, to be around. Pain. I can't think of anyone I'd rather spend less time with than Keith Moon. Constantly. Do something funny. Do something funny. Do something funny. Yes, he was like Frank Spencer when he was high. <laughs> By the way, um, shame on Julia Hartley Brewer for um, hashtag uh, rape bants. You mm. saw her tweet? I, I couldn't see her tweet because um, she blocked me. Um, I've got no idea why she blocked me on Twitter. Um, but um, can you get the comment that she... Can you find... Got it here, uh, go go on, it read it, read uh, it. This is, this, is, this is Julia Hartley Brewer, and it, it, it shames me that I work on the same station okay. as this absolute disgrace of a human so being. So she, what she's done is she's got uh, screen grabs of uh, front pages of various papers over the last couple of days. Uh, Weinstein, Weinstein offered me sex contract, Mylene exclusive... Uh, movie boss preyed on me when I was a schoolgirl, all these different things. So she wrote, if I were a Hollywood starlet and I didn't have my own sordid story to tell about Harvey Weinstein, I'd probably make one up now. Hashtag why not me? Jesus, I mean, that woman is really is beyond the pale. I've told her to her face when we were on Sky. I said she was an effing disgraceful human being um, after she said I only wanted immigrants, uh, the refugees in this country to, to make myself feel better and... This is when that port, that picture of that four-year-old laddie washed up on the beach was was, was, was doing the rounds, and um, she she said, "Well, it's the parents' fault. The parents killed him." But I'm a, I, 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 I. that drove me nuts. Uh, all that and, stuff. and it really does. It 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 um, it saddens me, and it, it casts a shadow over my soul that the um, exact mirror of this show takes place, you know, twelve hours pr- previously or twelve hours hence. I, I just think, dear God, that woman. Really is, uh, you know, just... She's um, Pound Shop Hopkins. Pound Shopkins. That's, that's what she is. It's, it's just, you know, she, she's um, 99 pence for Raj. It's, uh, oh, I think she's disgraceful. I think her views are abysmal and disgusting. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that we are on opposite ends of the schedule because I just think... Absolutely. And I, I've told her, this is, you know, this, this isn't me um, bitching behind her back. I've told her to her face that I think she's dis- an effing disgraceful human being. And she, she's blocked me. She's blocked me since then. I don't know why, because I've met her since then. And we got on all right. You know, polite to her and civil. And she was civil to me. And then she did something and um, she blocked me. And I, 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 I don't know why, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm really glad. I hate my, my timeline to be poisoned by her. 
her filth. 0344 499 1000. Skype, late night alternative, if you want to. We're not getting um, too many calls on the Skype, but the ones we're getting are absolute gold, I think. And I'm trying to think of a way we get more Americans and Australians um, and Canadians um, calling in on the Skype. And if anyone's got any ideas of how we can promote it to speech radio fans um, uh, who might be able to, who might want to take part in this show, do let me know. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello, caller. You're hello? On, hello, you're on the air. Hello. Is this Ian? Hello? Oh, yes, it is. Yes, how are you doing? Hey, remi- remind me your yeah. name. I've forgotten your name. Martin. From Martin, Huddersfield. darling. Martin, darling. Hello, darling. Martin. How, how, I've never had the experience when I go straight to air. So well, I just, for me. I just got a very strange... I saw the, the phone line flash and something compelled me, Martin, darling... To take yeah. the phone call and put it to air. Down it right then. I've got a theory. May I ask you? Um, do you know Trump? Would you theory? like us to call you back, or are you happy to stay on the line? I'm happy to stay on the line, darling. Beautiful. You know um, the game Trumps for cars. Top Trumps, yes. Yeah. What was it about that game? Because I never experienced it as a child. Have you never experienced Top Trumps? I've seen the ga- the cards, but I've never. I don't know the theory um, of the game. Mate, What's it? What it's brilliant, right? And there's loads of different versions now. My boys love it. There's, there's superheroes, there's Harry Potter, there's cars, there's football people, there's yeah. dinosaurs. We've got minions. Yeah, there's loads, right? So what it is, is you'll, you'll have a pack of cards and there'll be a theme. Let's say, uh, let's say it's superheroes, right? So yeah. um, I will um, have a card and it will have five facts on it, right? And it will be um, height, weight, um, strength, danger rating and something else right and i have yeah. to pick the number the the category that i think has got the, a higher number than what you'll have so for example it might say superman i go right i've got superman right so i go yeah. super and i know that superman's strength i think is unbeatable so i would say superman no i wouldn't say superman i'd say strength 50 and you've got um, the Batman, right? And the Batman yeah. strength, because it's not superhuman strength. He's not. You know, Batman hasn't got any superpowers, don't you? Oh, I didn't know this. I thought he had muscles. He's, he's got muscles. He's got muscles, but he's just he's just a rich bloke, right? Whereas Superman is oh. from another planet. Batman's just a rich bloke. So Superman's strength is fifty, which is the maximum. Batman's strength would be like thirty. So he's very strong, but it's not superhuman strength. And you go 30, and I go, ah, well, I win. So I would take your Batman card, and then we carry on playing like that. And is the aim of the game to see who gets most cards? You, the, you have to get all of the cards. Now, here's the thing, right? There is a flaw with Top Trumps that, um, if played by people who know what they're doing, no one yeah. ever wins because you will always get to a card that is unbeatable and it so it just bounces back so i'll take the lead for a bit then you'll get one and then you'll take the, i'll get a crap card i'll have like harley quinn or something and she's rubbish she's but she you can beat harley quinn on pretty much anything she just got a hammer hasn't she no i don't even know what harley quinn is um but so you you will beat so then you it will go back to you and you'd have a winning streak and then you'd have yeah. um poison ivy 
Um, and and how long will this get, how long can a game go on for? I, oh. I've, I've had them go on for weekends. Really? Yes. And is there and is it is there a lot of joy whilst it's going through? Because does it get boring? There's a lot I mean... of joy for the first half an hour, and then after yeah. that, it gets really, really boring. And if you're playing with kids, you'll let them win. Okay. It's a fun game, so, though. Going to top rooms. Has there ever been a car called a Vontress? A Vontress? Yeah. Yeah, the Vontress, the, the the Vauxhall Vontress. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. What? What? Are you, right. You're not buying a car based on top trumps, are you? No, no. You see, um, I believe in the afterlife, of and you I've do. been shown a car, and I've called it Vontrus, a Vontrus Tellier, and I'm thinking, did I get the name Vontrus from a car that existed, oh, from... or did I have the name Vontrus because I invented the name Vontrus? Ah, uh, well, I, actually, now I think about it, I've never heard of a Vontrus, but I'm not very. Okay. Car-friendly. Yeah. So I don't well, know. What about, here, about the universe? Um, there's been something about the universe on news today that I've experienced. They've, ex- they've discovered a, a pulse or something. Yeah, they've heard two stars crashing together. Imagine that. They heard it. it exactly. Now, the thing is, sweet, I've got an idea that yes. the universe, the planets... Yes. You see... Scientists say space is a vacuum. Yes. So I think that the planets stay in midair because of the suction against the planet, which sucks it into existence from crashing into other planets. Yes. And if that is the case, there's a suction in the universe that sucks the planets from is to stay in orbit. That means that the universe might have an edge. Are you suggesting? Are you suggesting? Like are you suggesting, Martin, the whole planet could get sucked off? I'm suggesting that if if you go to the moon without a spacesuit, what happens is the blood in your body gets sucked to the surface so quickly that you boil and you explode. So imagine if you went to the moon without a spacesuit, then why can't a suction exist in the universe that sucks against the planet so that it actually stays in orbit? And if that is the case, does the universe have an edge? And does that mean you could drive a Vontress? Oh, no, these are different subjects. Oh, OK. No, it's well, the universe... Do- I thought the universe doesn't... Isn't the theory that the universe does have an edge, but it's constantly expanding? Mm. Yes, but... Um, what's beyond, what's beyond that edge? Is, um, can it only... Can it expand so that everything crashes against the inner surface, where it's like a bubble, and everything's drawing towards the edge of that bubble from within? And if that is the case, maybe... Is there an edge of the universe where it's, there's more um, materials and things that no. that is substantial for life and, no. and you know to make new planets out of? It, if we ever got to the edge, here's you know, the question, Martin. Such... Here's the question that, w- that still drives me insane, and it can actually make me go nuts, right? Yeah. What was there before the Big Bang? And there might like because there was nothing, but what there was not. But hang on a minute. There I, was nothing, and then there was then there was like a tiny little dot, and that exploded, mm. and that created the universe. Because that's why the universe is expanding. It's the Big Bang. It, so it's the explosion is still pushing everything, everything out. But there was nothing. There was there was nothing there before that. And by nothing, it's not like a dark room or a room with a little lap. I there believe, was nothing. I believe there were gases, right? And I believe that these gases um, formed. Because I think everything was created by bubbles, Sorry? and these bubbles of energy start to bubbles. Michael Jackson's monkey. Together, <laughs> what do you say, sweetheart? Monk- Michael Jackson's monkey. 
No, no, no. Bubbles, you know, like energy bubbles. Energy bubbles? Yeah, and they all clustered together. They all started to drift towards one another and started mixing. And then the planets were formed from the energies of the bubbles that started to collide together. Okay, well, where, did, where, did, where did the bubbles come from? What was there before well, the bubbles? There were just gases that were in the universe before like conscientious life came to be. But what was that? But hang on. Bubbles. But Martin, this is the thing. Keep going back. Go back even further, right? Mm. So has the universe always been there? The energies have always been there, yeah, until con- until life could acknowledge that energy like but, us. So the energies of the universe be. have mm. always, always been there, like, forever? Yes, but you get. You, but the only thing is to comprehend it. Only a few can, because scientists say that there's a curvature to the universe that that exists, and they said nobody can comprehend it. Like you see, um, I'm going a bit off straight, but in the Bible it talks about the number six six six. Yes, the sign and of I the number six. I believe those six six sixes are the format in which the universe came together. And as you, when you come to learn about the six six sixes, the Bible, because it says, "Let the one who has intelligence." Now, human beings are intelligent to comprehend that that there's a sphere, a, a circle, a bubble, um, which that six 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 represents. And when you get to that stage of life, then you can start thinking about the edges of the universe and the the inner workings of the energies that, are exi- that have existed. You see, God, right? God is probably someone like us who became aware, like Buddha became aware. Yes. And then from that, he became to be called, to call himself a God because he had thoughts that lesser human beings or animal life could comprehend. So it's just a theory. Sweetheart, thanks for talking to me, darling. It's Thank you, Martin. I've missed you. I've missed you too. Where have you been? Why haven't you called in for... Have you been in prison? No, I'm after a nervous breakdown, darling. Oh, you're joking. How are you doing now, love? I'm okay. I just need a girlfriend. Well? I need a girlfriend badly. I'm, I've never had a girlfriend, you see. I want a nice... You know, I want a, a girlfriend, but... You see, the thing is, you see, um, you know... There's there's um there's a lot of emotions involved with with relationships and I'm not Isn't really it? wanting to to take that chance but it's good to talk to you darling Martin give us a call again uh, uh, hang on a minute I can't speak let me try <clears throat> Martin give us a call again soon okay sweetheart you'll take care take care there we go that's Martin one of my favourite callers Martin sweetheart's got a big uh, vision of the world doesn't he yeah but but but, but this that is twisted my melon if I'm going to be honest. I love thinking about this because, it, it, I mean, it's just insane. The, the scientists say that the universe sprung from the Big Bang, that before that there was nothing. But there wasn't even, and, and there, wasn't, there wasn't stars, there wasn't space, there wasn't, there wasn't, there was nothing. So what exploded then? Well, so what exploded, but, but what was there before nothing? Well, a vacuum. Well, what? Va- a v- well, everything was a vacuum? No, because there was nothing there. What? And this is where it got... And I end up kind of swirling around the, the plug hole going, but just hang on. Can we get... Are there any... <laughs> I'm talking to... <laughs> are there any intelligent people listening? Are there any physicists who can explain what the hell was here before the Big Bang? And what was, and what was it that, that banged? It was like a pinprick. It was a tiny pinprick. Yeah, so something exploded. What was but it? What, but, but within that pinprick was the universe. 
Was it? Yeah. Within that pinprick, smaller than a pinprick, was you, was me, was this studio, was this planet, was this solar system, was the cosmos, was the universe, was planets, millions of everything, was existed within that tiny pinprick. Or God made it. <laughs> oh dear, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just shitting you. Oh wait, let's have a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can Skype late. Night alternative. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Oh, hi. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, Ian. What you got for us? Oh, uh, not much, really. I say I never get to listen. I've listened to a show for like six months. What so, the hell uh, is going on? Why can't you listen? Ah, uh, work day shift, and uh, I've got a little one. I'm normally in bed, so... Uh, I, I can let you off. How old's the little one? Uh, 18 months. Oh, man, that's when they are... I mean, well, they're always hard work. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, 18 months is particularly a hands-on experience. How's it all going? Uh, is everything well and healthy and good? Yeah, yeah, everything's all good. Yeah, but I've got, I've got another... It's time to go for a midlife crisis. Go I know on. you like your, uh, your retro your retro console. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking at one of these Pi retro emulators that's got loads of games on and stuff. But, yes, I do. Uh, when do I sell my N64 collection? At what point of my life do I hold on to that and think, you know what, it's really that time to sell it? Um, here's the thing, right? How big is your N64 collection? How many games? Uh, 177. Yeah, that's, that's a good collection. What's your favourite game? Uh, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be Super Mario. Yeah, you, you found a Golden Eye? Golden Eye, yeah, Golden Eye. I, I can't be that. honest. Some of the best nights I've had. I've been four-way, let's say drunk, for sake of legality, drunk, four-way, golden-eye action. That is the best fun I've ever had. I've had to go and buy a TV from the charity shop, one of the big, deep, silver ones. Yeah, because they, don't, they, work, they don't work on flat screens. No, no, the wife's not having it. She's like, oh, what are you doing with this telly? You never use it. I was like, well, well if I do use it, I need one. So, uh, Here's uh, the yeah, thing. Here's the thing, right? And I was talking about this the other day, um, Ian. I had a big... Retro game co- collection, Dreamcasts, N64, Spectrum, Commodore, Spectrum Plus 2, Commodore, BBC Micro, loads of them, right? And they were all in the spare room. And then we had our first kid. And the spare room became the nursery. Yeah. And I thought, right, I'm going to do the responsible adult thing. And I'm going to get rid of this whole collection, right? And I couldn't bear... To break it up and sell it on eBay as different. Here's my Dreamcast collection. Here's my ends. So what I did is I put an ad online somewhere and said this whole collection. And I listed everything. I said it's yours for free, but you've got to be a gamer. I want it to be a gamer. Yeah. I don't want someone to 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 take it and then go off and sell it. I, I want it to go to a, 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 a gamer. And this bloke got in touch, and he said I'd love it if if you want to. But are you sure? I said yep, yep, yep. And he came round and he was such a nice bloke. And he looked at it and he said, mate, I can't take this. I said, please. I don't want any money. I just want you to take it, and I want to know it's going to a good home, and you're going to enjoy it. And he took it. And, Ian, there has not been one single day in the last eight years that I have not regretted that stupid, stupid, idiotic, dumbass idea of mine. What an absolute 
pillock I was. Getting rid of all that stuff? You must be joking. So my advice to you, Ian, is for all that is holy, do not chuck it away, because I guarantee you, six months, a year, six years down the line, you are going to start buying back everything one by one. I absolutely guarantee it. Right, same situation. It's, it was in the, it was in the spare room. Now it's under the bed. So I mean, it's uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's keep it. One, keep uh, it under the bed. Put it in the loft. Put it some. Put it in a box. Put it in the loft. Put it somewhere where it's out of the way. But do not get rid of it. You will regret it, and I know you'll regret it. And trust me, man, I am speaking from personal advi- personal um, uh, history. Y- you will look back and think, "What a stupid idiot I was." Yeah, I say, so it's one of them things that's been on my mind for a while, but uh, I used to live in Dunstable, and I gutted I never got to see you, and now you travel the country doing your shows, and I actually have to pay to come and see you now. Yes, mate, that's so, too uh, right, and if you want a picture of, uh, with my sellotape, it's a quid. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it, I don't normally listen, I'm on a, I work for, oh, I work for a water company, and, uh, Oh, there's a burst water main, so they've called me out on standby, so hey. I'm, I'm up, up and out at this time of night. Do you get... Wait, can I ask, do you, with, a, with uh, working for a water company, do you get free water? As much water uh, as you can drink? No, you got, you got... Unfortunately, we got paid like everyone else. Ah, oh, you flippin' it. What is wrong with the world? I know, but I work in a weird game, I work in leakage, so I have to find water leaks. Leakage. A... I love... Here's the thing, I love it. How does water... Right? Because you know a pipe's gone when you'll be walking down the pavement or in the road, and there's like... A, a straight like a stream coming out of the ground but the ground isn't broken do you know what i mean like the, we, we yeah. had one opposite our road the other day we had one last year the the pavement was crying on the other side of the street and it flushed our house all the water went and um but there was no hole in the ground they came and fixed it and they came and fixed it very quickly they were really good actually um and then a few months later we got our water bill nearly two thousand pounds yeah, and, oh yeah, we we, we charge you for that. <laughs> and they had, they had, they had, and I and I was going to pay it. Oh, I was thinking, bloody hell, that's gone up a bit. And Two then thousand a, pounds, you're going to pay that? Well, yeah. And then a neighbour said, "Oh, maybe they've not. Maybe you're paying for the flood, for the leak." And we went, "Oh yeah," and we were. We, we, we they charged us for the entire no. streets leakage. They just. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those weird guys. What's called a listening stick? It's a thin metal rod with a wooden cork on the end. And I just listen on fittings, listen on the ground, and it's... I hear if I hear water, there's a leak. Hang on, but that's mechan- that's electronic, yeah? No, 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 old school. Literally, bit of wood and a bit and a pole and a metal pole. Hang on, that what? Is this, this, what? This, div- is this a divining rod? No, no, just a listening stick. It's just literally a thin metal pole that's about a metre long with a wooden cork on the end. A cork? And I have to, yeah, like a wood, wooden cork, like you get uh, well, cork, a normal bit of wood. Cork, well, cork is well, you're, it's either wood or it's cork. They're two different substances. But, all right. All right, and does the yeah. cork go on the ground? No, in your ear. In your ear? Listen, and you listen through the metal metal stick. And you can hear, and water. If you hear water. If you hear water. And it's just a straight, it's just a straight stick. Yeah. There's no, yeah. like, uh, like. It's not a tube. Of, there's no bell at the end or anything. No. It's a straight stick. And then there's a bit of cork that goes in your ear. Yeah, just like a big lump, like a big big lump of wood at the end of this metal stick. Ooh, Listen cool. on it. Yes, and uh, you can hear it on a certain distances, about 150 meters. If you've got water leaks, I've just drawn for those on Periscope. I've just drawn an artist representation of um, what I imagine that looks like. That's that there. That's incredible. Hey, does water divining work? Yes, it does. Yeah, with so like two like coat two, coat two hangers. Bar- or yeah, two brass yeah two brass iron rod bent over. No, it doesn't. And the water polarity. Then move Shut move up. the uh, Shut up. hundred percent. You are winding me up. Do you use? Right. Do you, you do you have in your kit in the back of your van 
uh, divining rods. Yeah, I do. Shut up, man. I'm calling bullshine right. on this. this so is you're not... telling me that Thames Water and all these companies, they use black magic? Yeah, and if you put a pound coin on the floor at the water main and walk up to the pound coin, where the, the rods twitch out, that's the depth of the main. That's that's what I can't explain. It's true. If you put, yeah, I said put a pound coin on the floor, walk towards it, and when your rods twitch, that's how deep the water is. Flipping heck, man. That, I, was, I asked that question as a joke. No, uh, it's true. And it's then it work. turns out that um, that's what actually actually happens. That's a yeah. little bit, um... It's a bit freaky-deaky, isn't it? It is. Ian, it is, but... ke- keep those video games, buddy. Seriously, you will, you will regret it, I promise you. I will. I will keep them, man. Just to say, Ian, you're an absolute legend. Like, I'm so glad I got to speak to you today. Nice one, man. Thanks very much. Take care. Thanks. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. What a nice man. I threw the water divining in there as a joke. Yeah. Expect him to go, nah, don't be stupid. Are you telling me, if anyone else works for water companies, the Lexham, what other water, there's Thames Water. Yeah, Anglian Water. Okay, is it Welsh Water? Welsh yeah, if you wa- want. Yeah, sure. If you work for a water company. Have you got the gift? Is there a bit of kit? Is there a day at training, right, when you've done all the, so you're going to use a long stick with a bit of cork in it. Funnily enough, I was thinking about cork at the weekend. Why? Cork was big in the 70s. You'd often see ceilings covered in cork or even walls covered in cork. Yes. You don't... I think we had a cork... Joe, did we have a cork ceiling at one point? Isn't there a cork shortage? Is there? Yeah, because didn't a lot of, like, wine companies start making their corks out of plastic instead? Well, is it... Well, you don't get corks in wine anymore. It's all screw top. Well. It's all screw top. And I remember in the 70s, 80s, 90s, if cork... If wine had a screw top, it was a cheap wine. Well, you do get... You do get some cork in, in bottles these days, but it's very... It's, it is rarer than it used to be. Um... Okay, so this is really taken. Julie Pablo Staley, we'll come in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is really taking a very bizarre turn. Mm. Um, do you practice black magic in your work, whether it be divining, seancing, uh, the Ouija board, um, uh, crystals, anything like Guess- that? Guesstimates. Oh three four four guesstimates. That's not. Um, that's just a cross between a, a guess and an estimate. So that's not. Oh, that's some not of them black are magic. uncanny. That's not black magic. Um, 0344 499 1000 Skype late, ni- Skype late Night Alternative uh, Red Skies, Rubbish Tips George Michael and more This is the Late Night Alternative with me Ian Lee on Talk Radio With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference Search Time to Change to find out more Late Night Conversation Wealth Losing Sleep The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, if you've ever used black magic at work, 0344 or you can Skype late night alternative. Let's go to Mike. Good evening, Mike. Evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, mate. What have you got for us? Right, listening sticks and water boards. Yes. I used to work for Seven Trent Water in the Midlands. Okay. Now... We used to use these listening sticks. Ours were about five feet long, and the cork on the end was um, kind of a trumpet-shaped piece of turned wood. Yes. Imagine an ice cream cone in solid. Yes. And about half as big, again, in diameter. Right. And does that go on the ground or in your ear? No, no, hang on. No, it's very specific about what you, you do with these things. Yes, of course. Now, because sound travels better that the more solid the medium 
Yeah. But the more dense the medium, the better the sound travels through. That's the whole principle. So, of course. if you can find the pipe that you think the water's running through, well, this is how you find a leak. You want to know if there's any water movement inside it. Yes. You get the solid end of the, the listening stick, the metal bit, yes. put it on the pipe, then put the other bit next to your ear. And the I bell know end. how daft this sounds. Yeah. And I know how daft this sounds. But you put that against your ear and then balance against it, but let go with your hand, and the noise inside the pipe gets transmitted to the... So you're, 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 you, you let go of it, so you're balancing yeah, on the... Yes, the yeah, because yes. otherwise you, you'll get your pulse, won't you, if you're holding on to it? Well, it's not your pulse, but any kind of movement gets, gets transmitted straight through it. So you've got to take your hand off it. It is quite a... You look ridiculous doing it, but it works brilliantly. And another example of this yes. is, uh, you've been in a railway station when there's a train coming. Um, and you I, can't yes, see have, yeah. the train yet, yeah. but you can hear the rails singing. What? Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's the same principle. The sound is coming through the rail before you can see the train. I want one. If anyone yeah. wants to know what to get me for Christmas, I want one of these sticks. Oh, they're brilliant. What are they I called? Can, can, the listening stick. Now, another way you can do this, you can actually do it yourself at home. If you've got a long screwdriver... Yes. Stick uh, that in your ear. You, well, not too far, but no. yes. And then put the blade end of the screwdriver on the tap. Yeah. Turn the tap on. <laughs> and I, I know I know how silly it sounds. This is what I'm doing it. tomorrow, is I'm, I'm getting screwdriver and turning taps on. It this works. sounds brilliant. It works. Absolutely. And you can use it for all sorts of things. Now... Another uh, use for this, uh, yes. any old-fashioned mechanic will talk about this. Not anymore, of course, with uh, computers and the like. Oh, but God, yes. Old, old car, knocking big end or noise in the engine. If your mechanic was any good, he'd yes. use the screwdriver trick again because the noise of the knock inside will be transmitted directly through the screwdriver and into your ear. And there you go. Who'd have thought that the, the, the waterboards... I've got so much more respect for them. Now I know they harness the dark forces. They're wizards. Did There's you, all sorts of stuff going on. Did you, mean, have, did, did you have divining rods? No, we never did that. I thought that was a load of rubbish, to be honest. But, I mean, that guy before seemed quite knowledgeable, so I'll bow to that. He did, didn't he? But um, I've, yeah, also been co- oh, I've also been contacted by someone else who works for a waterboard, and he yeah. said they use divining to find a leak in a school once. Flipping it! <laughs> this is uh... now. I use the listening stick to find my leak, usually in pubs. Well, you know what we have to do? We have to um, we have to we have to manufacture a leak, and we have to get a diviner versus a listening sticker, and see who can find that leak the quickest, and then we know well, which is the best. The guy with the listening stick will find it first. Oh, I love that confidence! I love that confidence! That is brilliant! Every, every time. Well, it's physics, isn't it? Rather than grabbing it out the ether. Rather I mean, than mumble-jumble. Um, yeah. this, is, this is where BBC is going wrong on a Saturday night, right? They're getting all these singing competitions and all these silly, silly programmes. What they need is they need a programme where it's a water diviner versus a listening sticker. And uh, we, that we see... I would totally... That's, I would, that's t- just round one, yeah. right? Yeah. Then we do the whole thing of, like magic versus science mm. so we can do you know there's people who make out they can operate on you yep. um through your the psychic skin. surgeons yeah so we'll get two ill people yeah psychic surgeon versus actual surgeon let's see who wins see, see, see who we dies didn't, we didn't get trained for any of that we just we just used to find leaks <laughs> mike thank you for that mate good call it's an absolute pleasure mate. Cheers, my dear. speaking of bullshiners mm. 
Um, I was listening to Howard's show last night, Howard Hughes, right? And uh, he had a, he had a, um, a mentalist on, a mind reader. Yeah. Right? And this mind reader was claiming that he could really read people's minds using psychology and all this stuff. And here's the thing. You know Darren Brown? He can't really read minds. It's he he all, says that all the time. It's all magic tricks. All it is, he's Paul Daniels. That's all he is. He's Paul Daniels. He's doing exactly the same stuff that Paul Daniels was doing, right? So then Howard... And I was tweeting him going... <laughs> so then Howard played a clip from this bloke's website. Um... What was the guy... Can someone tweet me, um... There we go, there's someone with a listening stick. Can someone tweet me the guy's name? It was... Was it Alex Mindreader? Oh, uh, what, his surname was Mindreader? No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of the website. Um, Alex Crow. that was it. Alex Crow. Uh, right, so let me find the bit from Alex Crow. Not noe.com, I think it was. Was that right? Was that right? Come on, internet. No, that's not it. Was it Crow with an E then? I don't think it was. I've got it. AlexCrowMindReader.com. Here we go. Right. So I'm going to play a bit of this video, right? That Howard played. Right. And as I listened to it... Now, Howard must... Because Howard's a really intelligent bloke, right? And he must have known... Uh, no, this wasn't it. Alex... Is it Crow with an E? No. CrowMindReader.com. No, uh-huh. that's not it. This one. Alex Crow... No, but what's... It, that's not the... what you. That's not... I'm typing it in. I'm not getting that. AlexCrowMindReader.com. No, it's not. It's not, I'm afraid, because that's bringing me up something else. Um, hang on a second, MindReader. Um, oh, it is, but when I type that in, it's not... Anyway, right. So, you go to his video, right? And um, he's got a clip here. Here's the showreel. We're going to jump forward a little bit to the clip that he played, where it shows him reading someone's mind, right? I'm going to jump forward a bit. Uh, to Here, right, here it comes. Right. So it's a clip from a TV show, right? And I want much... to think of a friend or a relative. Right. Okay, someone you see regularly. Yeah. Uh, but not someone that's here, it's not Richard Rain, the crew. Yeah. Right. You got someone in your mind, think of someone? Yes. Great, good. Mix up all the letters in the first name, mix them all up, think of one letter now. Okay? Right, yeah. E. Oh, Yes. And this is interesting, because I still think of just the first name. You're thinking of the surname as well. Yeah. A photograph of your friend face down so I can't see it. Yeah. You're going to turn it over and show it to me. As yeah. you turn it over, you say, Alex, here's a photograph of my dear friend, uh, De- De- Debbie Rig- Rig- Rigby. Debbie <laughs> Rigby. How do you know that? <laughs> now, that sounds amazing. Ah. Well, that sounds amazing. And I listened to that, I thought, because I've got good ears, I thought, hmm. I heard an edit in there. No. I heard an edit. Listen, listen very carefully. There's an edit. And bear in mind, you can't see it, but you think of a friend. You can hear it already. You can hear the edit. Listen. Right. Okay, someone you see regularly. Yeah. Uh, but not someone that's here. It's not Richard Rain the crew. Yeah. Right. You got someone in your mind? Think of someone. Yes. Great. Good. Mix up all the letters in the first there name. There was an edit. More right. You've got to be really letter. careful. So I went online and, and watched it while he sold the guest on. And you can see the edit. And you can see before the edit, he's reaching for his pocket to pull something out of his pocket. So that, that sounds like she's thinking of a name and he's going, Debbie Rigby. If that were the case, that would be amazing. So I tweeted Howard. I said, Howard, can you ask Alex if he got her to write the name down because that video is edited? And so he did. He said, Lee wants to know, did you write the name down? And how, uh, Alex went, um, yes, I did. But the reason I got her to write it down was because it helps focus the mind 
And it means that when I say the name, we've got the proof that we they said this, no one can call bullshine and it helps focus the mind. No, it doesn't. It's a trick. It's a, it's a trick. It's a, it's a thing. I don't know what it's called, but it's psychic paper, right? It's a thing where and I've, I've seen magicians do it. Magicians we've had. They do it. It's a great trick where they've got special paper. And I don't know what the trick is, but somehow if you write something on that, they'll always get you to do it on their bit of paper mm-hmm. with their pen. And you write something and somehow, if I was to Google it, I could find out. Somehow that registers somewhere. They get they see or they feel what you've written down. And so that's why it's written on that bit of paper. They've given you their, their magic paper that you write on. And that is basically telling them what it is you've written down. And, he, and Howard's got him on as though he's a real mind reader. And I said, Howard, that is one of the... It's a great trick. Uri Geller's done it to me. Pete Heat's done it to me. Loads of people have done it to me. It's a great trick. And I don't look into exactly how it works. I don't want to know. But it's a trick. Whenever a magician gets you to write something down, they will give you the bit of paper, they will give you the pen. It's their pen, it's their paper, and you writing it down, you might as well just say to them, I'm writing. I'm just writing down the name Debbie Rigby, mm-hmm. because it's as good as doing that. And this fella was trying to pretend it was it was real mind reading. I'm just reading about him on his, on his fantastic website, it's very nice. He says that he served for 15 years in the Metropolitan Police. Yes, oh, he's a now, Surely if he was magic, then they would have had a far, far faster um, catch and, cr- and uh, charge Howard, rate. Howard must have been humouring that guy. Must have been humouring, because he's he's a bright he's a bright one, Howard. I love Howard Show. Son, we'll get him on the we'll get him on again. This guy also knows about NLP. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I like neurolinguistic yeah. programming. But by saying that, it makes you sound like you're able to manipulate people's minds. Derek, you know that all the tricks Darren Brown's at, he doesn't, he's not manipulating your mind. At the end, he'll show you stuff that makes you think you've been manipulated. You haven't. He's Paul Daniels, but just it's a bit. You know, it's the same thing. Julie, Pablo, stay there. Come to you in a bit. You can Skype a late night alternative. You can call 0344 499 1000. We call you back. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. I'm Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my own
until tomorrow. I'll just keep moving on. There's a world that's waiting to unfold. A brand new tale no one has ever told. We've journeyed far, but you know it won't be long. We're almost there. We've made our bed with a hobo song. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel light that solo sky. Maybe tomorrow I'll find what I call home. Until tomorrow, you know I'm free to roam. Here we go. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Tour Radio. It's time to change. What's that voice? Hey. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand Skype late night alternative. Someone's just skyping. Hello, Skyper. Hey, uh, is this the uh, British Wanker Show? Yes, it's the British Wanker Show. How can we help you? Have you ever heard of the Jewish British Catholic homosexual elite? No, I don't think I have. You see. This whole thing is nothing but a... There we go. <laughs> oh, that seems so promising. He got, the thing is, he got further than he expected to. Yeah. He's right, it is the British Winker show. got further than he wanted to. <laughs> I get the feeling he didn't really have an awful lot to say, <laughs> did he? Did he? Didn't have a go. He didn't have a go. <laughs> oh, man alive. Good evening, Gareth. Oh, hi, Ian. How are you? Very well, thank you, mate. Uh, I'd, I'd just like to say, uh, basically, uh, I, I was listening to the other... It's, about, it's mental health awareness time, isn't it? Sorry? Mental health awareness time now, isn't it? Not really. Because what I phoned, if, I don't think you remember this, but you gave me the last half hour of the show when I was very ill. Remind me, because I... I, I remind me, because I need a little bit more information than that, Gareth. Well, basically, somebody lives in a small village in Wales who had nobody to talk to. Oh, yes, I was, that was a while ago. How's things going, man? Do you know what? It's going bloody marvellous. Oh, man. here we go. This is good. Let's have it. This is what we need. I joined the darts team. As weird as it sounds. The darts team, I see. Can you play darts? I want to lately. <laughs> Did you? Here's the thing with darts, right? I'm all right. I'm not brilliant. It's a lot of it is luck. But I'm all right. But oh, I have never, right. I've Gareth, I have never been able to get a double to finish. Well, we, what we do in the uh, Kevin Moran District League? Yes, it's double in and double out. So you need double to start. Flip it! There, we'd be, I'd be there forever. Wheat from chaff. Wheat from chaff. <laughs> and when people come talking how fast they can run if they can get a double. Oh, all right, Gaunty, go on, calm down. <laughs> so I'm excited because I yes. beat, well, we beat the snooker club, uh, Rose Snooker Club today. Yeah, but they're the snooker club, and what, you're playing darts? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. of course you're going to beat the snooker club, you're the darts team! <laughs> well, no, play with snooker. Our darts team's not called the darts pub, it's called the bloody vaults through our bun. Come oh. on, get with it. Okay, get with the <laughs> programme, guys. Did I miss a meeting? Excuse <laughs> me? Wait, what? what? By, by the way, my favourite thing, right, is, um... My favourite, my 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 favourite phrase of the last twenty years is whatever. And I first heard Ali G using it, where um, someone explained something, and he went whatever. And I, whenever I, I find someone saying whatever in a really dismissive way, so funny. But now my new favourite thing, and it's been around for a while, but my eldest has started doing it. 
Wait, what? <laughs> I love it. Wait, what? And it's it makes me laugh. So, and he, he he did it the other day, and I just burst out. I said something, and he went, "Wait, what?" And <laughs> I think it's, it's him, and it, it, it's a proper North Wheelian term. It's called "dew." Goo. No, dew. Goo. D U W. Dew. There's a dew for every situation. There's a dew works down the chip shop. Swears he's Elvis. <laughs> That's a cracking song, but look, there's a do for a situation, for example. Yeah. What did you have for tea tonight? Well, I had pie and chips. Do! <laughs> and does that mean did you? Did you? No, no, no it's, just, it's just a noise. No, cut, <laughs> shut up, man. Words aren't just noises. Do. Yes, they are! Words are just noises! My head is exploding. But so before the universe, before the Big Bang, there was nothing. There wasn't even time, someone told me on Twitter. How would that work? There wasn't even time. But then words are just noises? Do. It gets better, do, because you've got, what did you have for tea? Pie and chips. Do, that's nice. But you've also got, what happened to you today? Oh, my mum died. Do. There's a do for every situation. Wowzers. Oh, I want to use a do. Well, I'll tell you what, Catherine, G- give me a do situation and I'll give you a do. Hey, I nearly got blown off my bike today. Do, you were lucky. <laughs> I like well, that Ian, one. give me a do situation. Go on, Ian, give him a do. Um, well, I killed a man today. Do, you bad bugger. Wowzers. <laughs> 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 This is the... I like this new... This new darts, Gareth. How do we spell this? Because I want to use this... D-U-W. D... Because it's actually God. It's God in Welsh. Oh, like Dieu. Pam V. is why me God. So Dieu is D-U-W. And Morton in Welsh is D-U-W-A-R-A-S. It's all about the role of the tongue. It changes it all. But, basically, Dieu... Every situation, there's a Dieu. Um, so, but, so how long did it take you to get a double to get in the game, then? Third dart. Shut up. Shut up. Third dart. Liar. 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 I don't swear, but, uh, Do. Do. Third dart, mate, do. Wow. Third dart. Congratulazioni, I believe uh, the Italians would say. I I, I beat him, like, lashing up. (laughs) I was going to make a Weinstein joke, not worth it. No, no, <laughs> don't. Well, no, don't. Now, here's the thing. There's been, I've not seen the James Corden uh, Weinstein jokes, right? And, but but what from what I have read online, and boy, it's always uh, tricky to judge comedy by reading other people's comments, the, the two crimes he seems to be guilty of, one, the jokes weren't funny, two, they the were about the victims. It, see, the jokes apparently were more about the victims than pointed um, at... Weinstein himself. And then I read a really interesting article by Grace Dent about why it's not appropriate for blokes to make jokes about women being raped and sexually assaulted. Well, and I kind of understood that. I kind of understood that. She's right. Yeah, I, I, I kind of... I, I kind of got it. No, I didn't completely get it, but I, I kind of... Um, I kind of got it. Um, by the way, I, there's, there's been a, um, I've seen online, there's been a stabbing somewhere in London, right? 
Oh, Christ. Well, that's, that's changed the... Um, no, 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 it hasn't at all. No, not at all. I'll just tell you why. Because I think it kind of ties in with the... Slightly. With the, the news narrative. Um, uh, it, it, and I've seen a couple of the right-wing um, propagandists. This hideous Geller woman in the United States and, and various others um, implying it's a terrorist attack. When Every the police time. have said... It, it's not a terrorist attack. And they're the same people that are saying that the Las Vegas shooting was ISIS. They're the same people that came out and said um, that hideous, unfortunate um, accident outside the Natural History Museum where a car knocked into 11 people was also a terrorist activity when actually it was just a really, really bad, horrible accident because these things still happen. So there's this weird narrative in the press. I'm really, really finding it fascinating watching. Oh, and there's a real big as well. Loads of people have come off Twitter. Sorry, it's going to get heavy for a second. Loads of people, including um, Graham Linehan, have come off Twitter because uh, a, a, a lot of the, um, I don't like the term alt-right, a lot of the extreme right uh, news commentators, and I say news in inverted yeah, commas. Like mail or yeah, 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 yeah. They are saying that, um, that the reason Weinstein got away with it so long is because he's a he Jew. He's a Jew. I, I predicted on that was straight away. Yeah, and it's a Jewish conspiracy. And because he's not paid off the right people, the, all the other Jews are turned... And people like David Duke and probably this Geller woman on Breitbart and, and you know, uh, the p- podcasters who, who sponge off their listeners to pay for holiday. All these kind of people are, are, are implying it's... it's, it's a, some are implying and some are saying explicitly it's a Jewish thing, right? And And... and that's insanity, right? And that's anti-Semitic, and that is insanity. But they're still—they're not being suspended or booted off of Twitter. Yet I've noticed today by following Daft Limmy that he's having great fun getting people suspended and booted off litter, uh, off Twitter. If they call him the c-word, he reports it. And because in America the c-word is, is is even heavier than it is over here, then they get booted off immediately. But if you go on and say the Weinstein thing. It's, he's a Jew, and the reason he's raping people is because he's a Jew, and the reason he got away with it for so long is because he's a Jew. You don't get booted off Twitter well, you've for saying me, that. You've put me in a really, you've put me into a, actually quite a heavy conversation with the to get into. Yeah, I know. Do, do you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll just say me piece and be done with it. Yeah. I, I think people who, frankly, have a problem with people of the Jewish faith or the Islamic faith, or, the, or people who are, well, I'm bisexual myself, people who are homosexual, people who are different colours. Do you know what? We all wake up in the morning, we all put our trousers on one leg at a time, and that, that, it really makes me angry. Well, unless they're putting their bloody hijabs on. Um, but no, it does, and it does, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, and there's so much hatred, and there's so much... Um, Fear being generated, well, right? Well, hate anyone. I don't hate... Do you know what? Hate is a strong term. Hatred takes energy. It's easier to get on with people than to bloody hate people. But I know, but there's money, but there's... But here's the thing, Gareth. There's no money to be made out of getting on... There's no money to to be made from accepting trans children and accepting gay old men and accepting Muslims and and accepting Jews and and there's no money to be made from comforting victims of rape and sexual abuse. But there's... But, but Gareth... Gareth, there's money to be made from (laughs) hating trans, from hating 
Muslims, from hating Jews and blaming, um, you know, a prolific rapist and sex offender getting away with it because he's a Jew. There's money to be made from that, man. But I don't hate them. Do you know why? Because I don't hate anybody. Because every single person on this world, you, even my Jack Russell sitting next to me, has got something good in them. I and hate... I refuse to hate. And I refuse to hate. Well, I hate Kath. Uh, no, you don't. Thanks for calling, oh, Gareth. That's lovely. There we go. I'm joking, Damn Kath. I don't on. hate you. I despise you. <laughs> There's no money to be made from being nice to people. There's no money to be made from offering your outstretched hand. There's no money to be made from um, embracing somebody who is the victim of a, a hate crime. There's no money to be made from that. But man alive. How many How many um, uh, commentators out there are, are, are... Here we go. I've got some. I'm onto something. I knew if I said enough, if I spoke enough, something would take shape. How many commentators are writing books on why we should embrace um, uh, victims of sexual assault? Embrace is the wrong, metaphorically in that sense. Why we should embrace um, uh, immigrants? How many how many books are being sold and written about why we should um, embrace members of all faiths? Not many, right? But you know. Um, uh, um, the the um, the fella from Breitbart, uh, Raheem Kassam, Raheem Kassam, this Geller woman, um, Tommy Robinson, uh, uh, all of these people are writing books about why we should hate that group there and why we should be scared of those people there and why those people of that colour are a danger to me and my family. All of these people are writing books because there's money to be made in it. There's money to be made in it. There's money to be made in scaring people, in stirring it up, and in pointing the finger at that group, whether that group be gay, bisexual, lesbian, transgender, or queer, whether that group be Muslim, or black, or Pakistani, or whatever, whether that group be Jews, or whether that group be the liberal elite, or whether that group be victims of sexual assault. There's money to be made! Big money to be made! This stuff always happens in times of financial hardship. Oh, Those have to it? isolate some section of society and blame them rather than looking at where the real problem is. Doesn't it? Uh, dear listener, this is the Late Night Alternative uh, with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Uh, you can Skype us, Late Night Alternative. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000. Skype, Late Night Alternative. Good evening, Julie. Wait, what? Yes. Um, what? Hey. I love, I like, I like, wait, what? Hello? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's a great it's one. Good. It makes it me good. laugh um, so much. <laughs> I know, my teenage daughter does it. I love it. Yep. Um, I've got a story for you about uh, the tip and a find at the tip. Yeah, go on. Now, obviously, when you drive to the tip, you have to sing to the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. You have to do that. And when I was there about six months ago, I had to wait for a parking bay. Yes. And I saw a guy chuck loads of stuff in. And then he had a box, uh, looked over his shoulder, and then put it carefully into the tip. Yes. So I had a look, and the box fed on it. Do not open. Oh! Porno! Porno! <laughs> porno! So, obviously, you have to open it. And I thought, 
the, the reason maybe it said do not open, I was thinking, is it going to be, is there going to be, uh, I don't know, an animal in there? Yes. Is there going to be, I don't know. So I opened it up, and inside it had, like, you know those, uh, like, packing beads? They look like, what's it? Yeah. Like yeah, 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 things. yeah. And there were two silver-plated goblets. What? And a, a very old racist um, book. These silver-plated goblets, when, um, did you rub them? So did the a genie come out? What so was... I, took, so I, took, I took both of them. I took the silver goblets and I took the um, old racist book. Yes. And um, the goblets were, I looked up online because they were still in a, a box, and they were worth 80 quid each. Oh, grief. How much was the racist book worth? I don't know. It's like a 1940s book, and it's called Ten Little N Boys. Oh, that's an, that's um, an Enid Blyton book. Not Enid Blyton. Oh, um, um, Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie, isn't it? No, I don't think it is. No. Ten Little... Um... Yeah. Go on, Catherine. It's, um... it's a famous book. It's not... Oh, is it? Yeah. I just, uh, I was just quite amazed at the fact that that was all that there was in there, and I wondered whether I just wondered why he was getting rid of those two things. They were together, just right. in a box. That was the book. The book you had was it? Was it like a children's book? Yes. Right. Okay. Like a, so, like a children's like nursery. Yeah, type, like Victorian a times. book. Yeah. Who is it? It was. It was a traditional kids' book what? in the night in the Victorian times, and that's the thing that Christie. Uh, Agatha Christie named her book after, right? Because it's a rhyme that you use okay. in it. Maybe he was a t- maybe he was a racist time traveller, <laughs> and he know. brought that from the past, thinking that that would be would you know be worth money when he came here, and he could he could pawn it in cash converters. Then when he got here, he realised it was racist. And, um, I don't know. To, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to go to the tips because I bring back more than I take. Well, um, they've got, they watch you like hawks at the tip now. I mean, I used to like it. It was proper landfill. And you just go and ch- toss it on this massive pile. And you could walk. You could walk over the pile. You used to be able to walk over. My dad would take me and my sister and we'd walk. For like, it was about, about an acre. Uh, two acres of, of rubbish. And you'd walk. And, oh, it was wonderful. And the stench. The wind blew, was blowing in the right direction. Oh, it was incredible. Oh, man. Incredible. But yeah, another tip. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. I've got really bad um, indigestion, so bear with me, but go on. I've got a new career. Um, are you the new Kofi Annan? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I, I've now got a career as a freelance video journalist. Oh! Who are you working for, man? Uh, oh, no, no, at the moment. nobody, you're freelance. Go on, sorry, what? Yeah, carry on. Yes. Um, so, um, have you had any work... So, so, have you just made this decision that's what you're going to do? Yes. Right, so you haven't been commissioned fact- by anybody yet? No, but I have got my work up on YouTube. Gosh. Yeah. Um, what, what do I type in to uh, access your work? Just uh, type in uh, Cowardly Hillary Clinton. Cowardly Hillary Clinton. Let's see what pops up. Um, cowardly... Oh, here we go. 
uh, cowardly Hillary Clinton sneaks into Swansea University's Bay Campus Great Hall. Is that that's you? Is it? Yeah. Let's have a listen. Is Hillary Clinton coming out of a black car? I can't see her yet. Of the, there we go. The impartiality of the uh, freelance journalist. Yep. You killed Suffrage! Okay. The, the camera it's, angle. That's the one bravely shouting from a distance. Yes, it's, it's, it's Jonathan, I believe. Um, Why do you consort with sex offenders? Okay. Um, it's not exactly video journalism, it's um, harassment, but. I mean, I've heard similar things outside number 10 from the BBC press pack. Yep. Boo! Boo! There's a boo. The camera. There we go. The camera angle, Jonathan, is not particularly great. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm hoping... I think you're all right. And, and it, that's, four, that's four and a half minutes. There's no actual... There's no piece to camera or anything. Oh, there is. There's another video where I interview uh, other uh, protesters. The Swansea University Socialist students... Yes. You in there? Let's have a little look. I interview them. Okay, here we go. Looks like the other protesters have arrived. Security guard is already speaking to them. I see Clinton out. Clinton off campus. This looks good. What's that film set in New York where it's, there's a monster and it's all hand out and I've got, I've got a migraine watching it? Good film. Hi everyone, I hope you don't mind. Cloverfield. Okay, I just want to ex- you to explain uh, why you're here protesting today for the benefit of the audience on YouTube. Because Hillary Clinton's been an agent of neoliberalism and, war- and a warmongering politician for the last 30 odd years getting a building renamed after apparently for services to women and children and as far as we can see all she's done is argue for private prisons private health care welfare to work those emails a horrible, huh horrible blight on the working class of america and of course yeah horrible blight on the working class of america says so an obviously well-fed gentleman um in in wales so we don't think hillary clinton is the sort of figure that should be held up for students and it goes a step further because not only does it justify it, supports the actions that she's gone on and embodies her as a positive figure in human history, which is disgusting if that's actually been enacted. This like decision was not consulted by like consultants to students like it. Should say there are about twelve people there. Uh, how do you feel about your tuition fees being used to pay Hillary to speak here today? Outraged. Do you know what I'd ask, Jonathan? Where did they get those um, those placards from? Because um, they're 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 very official looking placards. They've not just knocked those up on the back of a bit of um, you know an empty uh, aerial box or something, have they? No. I'd wonder uh, who supplied those placards. Are they Putin shills? Pardon? Are they Putin's shills? <laughs> no. How do you know? Uh, I, 
uh, because Putin wouldn't waste his money on them. Well, you say that. You didn't ask them. What kind of journalist are you? Yeah. Yeah. That, and those emails... Everything's it's, Putin's fault, isn't it? It's all comes, it all comes down to those emails, huh? <laughs> those emails on that private server. Oh, there's, there's so much on Hillary. <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah, but, but there's... But, hey, uh, um, uh, at least she never grabbed anyone by the pussy. I got mentioned on Breitbart. There we go. Uh... Speaking of... <laughs> Those emails, though, huh? <laughs> As we hover on the edge of war with... No, not North Korea now. Now it's Iran. <laughs> but those emails. 0344-499-1000. Skype Late Night Alternative. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. And with Time to Change. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Evening, Dom. Oh, hang on a minute, Dom. Hang on a minute. We've got a, a, a call from Marty. Hello, Marty. Hi, Ian. How are you, man? Oh, hey, man. I can see you, Marty. I'm going to let you oh. see me. Although I've got to warn you, man. I've, I'm sweating. I've got. I'm. I'm. I'm fe- I can feel a fever coming on, guys. Oh, you give me good, fever. How you doing, man? Fever. I'm all right, dude. How are you? I'm. I'm actually pretty excited because I think I'm about to book a flight to Germany to see my little boy. Hey. What makes you think you think? Well, I, I found a good deal uh, online with Iceland Air. It's 650 Canadian return, which is dead cheap. Yeah. Dead cheap. So um, I've just wanted to ring there tomorrow to make sure there's no kind of school holidays or anything like that. They yes. might have some plans to go away somewhere or whatever. So, you know. Um, what's, that tin, you... what's that tin foil over your window? That tin foil, that's my, that is to block the sun. Uh, which is kind of unnecessary now, but yeah. in the summer... Oh, okay. So you don't have curtains? Is there, they're like curtains. I've got some... Oh, I almost swore. I've got some rubbish wicker. bamboo blinds. You've got some wicker there. <laughs> Did you... There was, I don't suppose... Was it only England, Britain, where the sun was... Where the sky was red and orange and brown today? Did you have that in Canada? No, we didn't have that, dude. I'm surprised that there was um, a hurricane... In England and Ireland, I well, don't even know what's I think, possible. Uh, mostly Ireland. It yeah. was Ireland. I mean, it was. It got a bit windy, but I don't think we may have missed the hurricane. But no, there was Saharan sand was up in the sky, and uh, it made the sky go a, a, a dirty brown. It was brilliant. Loved oh, yeah. it. It was like a swirling. Do- you could see it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It was like dusk for the whole day. It was wonderful. It gave me a headache. Okay. Then someone else said on Twitter that it felt oppressive and gave them a headache. And here's the thing: no birds. There were no birds no. all day. Very, very spooky. What do they know? Weird. And my my dad lives in Galway, which is on the west coast of Ireland. Yeah. And so I rang him uh, before work today, and he's like, yeah, it's a bit windy, but, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's just like a normal day here. And now he's got so. a chimney stuck up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, did you hear the irony in Jonathan's interview, by the way? They were kind of describing why they didn't like Hillary Clinton, but... Everything that they were describing was Donald Trump. Yeah, that's kind of... Um, there were only about 15, you know, 12, 15 protesters in that, that bit. I've just tweeted the link if people go and watch it. Good for him for documenting stuff, though. I, I would suggest he needs to work on the sound a little bit. He needs to move the mic towards his subject a bit more. Well, I imagine he's doing it on his phone or on a camera. Um, and, and, perha- and perhaps not shout obscenities at them. Well... And he I... might, might get a chance to interview them. 
Yeah, I, I think shouting obscenity. I would like to see him do more pieces to camera so he can turn the phone around, get a selfie stick, and uh, he, he can do do the pieces to camera. I think that would be um, that, that would be highly effective. I'd yeah. like to see that. And good good for him. Good for him for for good for him for creating something. You know, I, I, I'm all for people going out and making stuff off their own bat. That's the phrase. Bat, not back. Yep. Yeah. I'm waiting for Catherine to try and correct me. I'm not going to. Because? Because you're correct. Thank you. For once. Boom. The fact man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fact man. If you weren't in Brighton on Saturday... By the way, we have to say thank you to everyone who came to the show, uh, the Rabbit Hole Show in Brighton on Saturday. Such a laugh. It was the best one we've ever done. And I think if you were watching it, if you were there, if you watched it on Periscope, I think you'll agree. Kath has finally come out of her shell. Ash it up. <laughs> she was filthy and hilarious and wonderful. Uh, we've got a couple more Scunthorpe ones to put out. And then we'll do that. We're going to be back in Brighton um, in March. We're just sorting out the date. In fact, we did sort out the date, but I can't remember what it is. But we're going to be doing another Saturday in March. We're, I've also booked um, the Rondo Theatre in Bath on February the 25th. Um, and we've got a few more dates coming up. The Luton date, I've ballsed it up, guys, and so we've got to postpone it probably till next year. That's my fault. And you'll either, if you bought tickets, you'll either get your money back or or you can get tickets for the next one. I I promise that'll get sorted. Anyway, 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 yes. Um, So can we watch, can I watch the rabbit hole online, Ian? Or can I download the podcast? The one from Brighton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yes, you'll be able. The podcast will go up. What three weeks? Yeah, three weeks or so. Three weeks will start. I've still got quite a lot of three Scunthorpe weeks. left. Yeah, yeah, we got we got some more Scunny ones to do. Um, but yeah, three weeks. The first, I think we'll, we'll, we'll easily get four podcasts yeah. out of that. Yeah, it was a great show. What a lovely venue. Great crowd. Uh, and and so I met. Here's the thing, and I didn't say this right. I took the giant sellotape, Marty, my giant Marrakesh sellotape, Moroccan sellotape. I saw the photo. It's Man, big. people. All right, I, I thought I thought no one would go for it. Right, I made sixty three pounds <laughs> by charging people a quid. To, you know the one with the dog? Yeah. She gave me three quid for three pictures. Three quid. Um, people paid were queuing up to pay a quid. Uh, to have a picture taken with my giant sellotape. So we're bringing that to Hull. Um, it's a two, o- two o'clock in the afternoon show in Hull. Yeah. You're like, you know, in the medieval times when people used to take relics round to, yes. from village to village and yes. people used to pay Buddha's for that. Buddha's tooth. It would be, yeah. It's like Buddha's tooth. You're that guy. Um, we'll be doing that. We've got sold 17 tickets, which means we'll break even. Any more than that, we're in profit. Um, bring bring uh, quids, please, guys. Um, and then we're in Wolverhampton in November, and then we are, um, that's it, I think. Um, but yes, we'll be, uh, y- soon, and if anyone, uh, Matthew Stevenson, if we, can you get the Periscope and put it up on YouTube? Have you got that technology? I said asking him very nicely. Uh, I'm going to cut you off now, Marty. No worries, my boss is calling me anyway, so. There we go. You've been busted. You've been busted. Hey, Dom. Captain, my captain. Captain, my captain. I like the, uh, I'm really sweating, man. Jeez, I feel rough. I do like um, I do like having Skype. I think that adds. Uh, it's going to take. It's going to be a slow burner, but it adds a new dimension, isn't it? It is though. Yeah, definitely. The uh, the Agatha Christie book you mentioned before. No. It made into a film that you uh, starring one of your favourite actors. Ooh, what? Owen Wilson. It was. Was it Owen Wilson? No, no. Sorry, I think I thought you said no. It wasn't. Oh, well, I said Owen well, Wilson. Yeah. No, it wasn't Owen Wilson. He's my, he's my favourite actor. Or Ryan Reynolds. No, definitely not Ryan Reynolds. I don't it's like any very, other it's actors. Not 
It's not Britain's greatest actor. It's probably Britain's second greatest actor. Oh, so not Bruce Willis, then? Idris Elba. No. No. I don't like... I don't know. I know other actors. He's your favourite, isn't he? Uh, Bukumabach. No. Who he else had is... a film that came out in 2012 or 2012. Oh, um, the... Uh, 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 not John Cooper Clark. Uh, not jo- John Gordon <laughs> Sinclair. The guy in High Fidelity. Uh, Mick... Nick... Uh, John Cusack. Yeah, ah. I like I John Cusack. Speak. I like John Cusack. I'd go gay for John Cusack. Would you? Yeah. And you know what? I don't think it'd be too much of a twist for him either. Jerkin. Yeah, I reckon. I think he's very in touch with his sides. I like John Cusack. I think he's handsome. I think he's funny. Um, oh, and I'd, him, then. I'd love to see. I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's yet had the film role that he deserves. That his talent deserves. Really, gross point blank. I thought it was brilliant. That was all right. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. Just thinking about John Cusack. Me too, me too. Love it. Go on. What was the um, the action film we did with Nicolas Cage? The what, sorry? We did an action film with Nicolas Cage. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. I'm I'm not too hot on Nicolas Cage, because I still remember when Nicolas Cage was like a a thrusting young indie thing. I don't remember him... um, I I never really got into his action side. I preferred his, like, um, Raising Arizona and stuff and Honeymoon in Vegas. He's turning into a pastiche of himself nowadays. Yeah, he's he's turning into a Cornish pastiche of himself. Absolutely, yeah. I like him. I like um, Nicholas Cage. He's good. Okay, let's let's. um, I like. Okay, let's let's all agree. We all like Nicholas Cage. I don't. His his hair. His wigs put me off. I can't stop looking at them. His acting that should put you off. Not his wigs. No, the wigs. Wigs are even worse actors than his acting. Harsh critic, Catherine. Well, you were on fire. This I conversation away. feels very stilted, Dominic. Does, what's going on with you, man? What, what's wrong? You, you, you're carrying something with you. What's going on, buddy? Talk to me. Come on. No, nothing at all. No, I had things to talk about, and then I've completely forgotten about what I was talking about. You're got distracted. Yeah. By the way, I finished the Danny Baker book, right? Mm. And I saw Danny Kelly when I came in, and I said, "Danny, I've just finished Baker's book. There are two. It's quite a heavy book, right?" Because he talks about the treatment for his cancer, and man alive, he goes into graphic detail, and it's hideous. It is hideous, but great reader. I've never read so much detail about it. It's, it's incredible. Um, but he t- tells two brilliant stories about him and Danny Kelly, and one of them is um, Danny Kelly phones him up one day and says, right, in Amsterdam, they're having a record fair that's the size of three football pitches. We have to go. And Danny Baker goes, right, we're going. And then Danny Kelly whispers into the phone, and while we're there, we're going to try marijuana for the first time. <laughs> what? It, for the first time? They've never had it. They've I don't never believe it. it. They've never had it. And um, they recount the story of them trying to find a, um, a coffee shop and, and then trying to roll a joint. It is the funniest, funniest thing. It is absolutely brilliant. It makes it, 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 Even if you get nothing else out of the book... That story about trying to roll a joint in Amsterdam is hilarious. You're funny, Danny Bacon. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, did you ever get to work with Sean Hughes? Did I ever what? Did you ever get to work with Sean Hughes and Nick? No, I, my sister worked with him um, years and years ago, long time ago, and she said he was difficult. She said he had issues and he was difficult. And I've heard that from a few people that he was difficult, but there's no denying he's funny. I have to say, Sean's show, it was brilliant. It was a rip-off mm. of Gary Shandling's show. 
you know, you could see it at the time. But but that doesn't detract from the fact he was the first person to do something like that in this country. And he was hilarious. Absolutely. And I love Sean Hughes. Um, and I'm really sad. 51. The thing that got me 51 years old. That's seven years. That's, you know, I'm, I'm 44. So 50 is the next big one for me. And you, when you see people, um, and I'm sure there were reasons, but when you see people like that who are of a similar age to you die, and you think, bloody hell. Bloody yeah, hell. We're, you know, who knows what's around the corner? He's 10 years older than me, and I thought exactly the same thing. And then I thought, well, he's achieved so much in his life in such a short time, and I've done bugger all. So well, I'm mate, you've not done bugger all, Don, because um, uh, you've um, got a, a Twitter feed that listens to radio shows uh, that I did uh, seven or eight years ago, and you tweet um, facts about them. That's not, that's not nothing, Don. Actually, that's... Um, that's an oeuvre. Yeah, no, that's... um weird. That's a bit weird. Yeah. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Go on Google or Bing, type in Time to Change to find out more. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand Skype late night alternative. I'm enjoying these Skype calls. If anyone's got any suggestions on how we can get that Skype word out to um, people around the globe, then do let me know. Um, we've, it's, we've, it's been packed tonight with calls, hasn't it? Pretty much, uh, Pablo. Hip, 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 hip. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling a bit. I nearly threw up during Dom's call, not because of the quality <laughs> of the content, but I feel rough as I've, I've got. I nearly threw up you perving over that lad, Paul, the poor thing. Which lad? Cusack. Oh, no, he, he can take it. Well, that was the problem. Anyway, yes, yes, Pablo, what you got? I um, well, uh, well, partly with in regards to uh, skips, dropping things in at the uh, the skip. I, I got rid of quite a large sofa not that long ago. Yes, um, and I'm not much of one for manual handling or DIY type things, but it was very satisfying pushing because it was in two pieces, pushing it through the uh, the aperture, the the hole, um, and just seeing it fall quite a distance. And uh, just, well, it didn't bring in the pieces, but uh, yeah, just a bit of fun. It's fun. It's fun throwing things over the edge of a skip and watching them smash things that normally at home you would have to throw a vacuum cleaner in and you've got to be so careful and so delicate with them but no you just tossed it in it was wonderful and if there's a bit of glass in there or a mirror you aim for that and try and smash that beautiful love it well, the sensation is you keep thinking somebody's going to tell you off there's all these people with vests on yeah and you think, oh, but I, they, well they tell you off if you try and take stuff from there now apparently you're not if you take anything from there it's stealing has anybody checked their credentials? So all I'm aware, they're just a bunch of men with vests. Well, here's around the thing. L- l- last time I was at this particular tip, um, throwing stuff in the skip, and this fella came in, oh, you're, you're in, aren't you? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, I used to go to school with you. Oh. And um, uh, I remembered him, and we, were, uh, we weren't mates, but I think we were aware of each other at school, and um, uh, we had a lovely chat about, you know, about life and working in tips and working on the telly and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was incredible. But you do think there, but for the grace of God, go I. You know, mm. I don't want to be patronising to the gentleman, but I would I would not consider working in a in a recycling centre, um, you know, with my, my ambition to be doing that in, in my mid-40s. But he's well, you say that, but, um, but he ended up with all those computer games and consoles that you, you gave yeah, away. True, true. Um, the bloke just went straight along to the tip and uh, he, he must have uh, taken them 
straight from him. Must have done. I mean, you must get some real booty there. Some real, absolute gems of. Fur. Oh, the chicks dig it. Chicks dig it. I think they do. There's always that. There is that that stench though at um, recycle. I call it council tips, municipal tips. There is that stench that is uh, is is quite is quite potent, quite heady. Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, yeah, and I suppose you become um, quite immune to it, but also become a carrier of it. Yep. If you work there for a long time, oh like baby, you're a fish and chip shop or something. Yeah, oh baby, you you know it. That's going to be uh, my sister used to in when she was at Hull University, lived above a fish and chip shop, and everything stank of of uh, you know oh, you think everywhere in Hull. Well, it's, but, it's it, like seventy five percent fish and chip shops in Hull. Well, we'll find out when we're there at the end of the month. We should be putting them to the test. That's where we're going. That's what we'll do. I was going to say, I, I went to see um, Nick Helm um, in, in, in a gig on uh, Saturday night in Newcastle. It was very good, very good. Um, he experienced some uh, quite um, rowdy hecklers who had to get kicked out in the earlier show. Yes. Um, but uh, I missed that. You should try and get him on. He's very funny. Well, here's the, here's the thing. We, we've got all our guests booked up now between now and Christmas. And then January, February, we're not having any more. We're not going to have any guests unless we get a McCartney or a Clapton or something. We're not going to have any guests. I want to focus. I feel I've been neglect. I feel I've been getting guests on for the wrong reason, and um, I have been neglecting the phone-in side of the show. So I want to do two months where it's solid. Roll my sleeves up and get down doing the dirty work of doing a phone-in show. And uh, so we've got a few some great guests. Herb Alpert, we're uh, interviewing tomorrow. Or oh, I've got a feeling that's going to be a tough one. Um, and um, but that's it. We're not booking any more. We've got Jim Bob from Carter USM is going to come on at some point. Peter Hook at some point. Peter Hook possibly. Um, I don't really have a lot to say to Peter. Hook. Here's the thing. I don't really have anything to say to him. I don't know anything about him. So all right. I'm thinking. Okay. No. It's only because I read his book on holiday and thought it was. A, I thought it was brilliant. I don't know like I... it. But if you don't want it, then we won't. I don't. Th- here's the thing. I don't know anything about him. Being completely honest, and I know that ruins my cool credentials. I don't know anything about him, and it would be. Um, it would be a difficult interview for me. Okay. So, no, I'm going to say. Um, <clears throat> Roger McGough. No, I'm, I'm not going to. That he likes. Not going to. Uh, Roger McGough isn't coming on now because it was just getting a bit too tricky to organise, and so I've, I've walked away from that one. Um, we'll see if Billy Bragg gets back to us, and if not, I'm going to walk away from that one. And I find it quite freeing, actually, not chasing um up guests um as as much as perhaps we have done in the past we'll see it, it may be a foolish um mistake but i just feel i need to make things a little bit harder for myself and that's how the show gets better pablo well i see you, you want to keep wanting more yep exactly thank you very much indeed that's that's how i roll that's how we roll um i'm getting lots of um I'm getting suspicious of some of these um, Skype people that are, uh, are getting in touch, but we'll 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 see. Hello, hello. Jeez, I didn't even add you, and you're calling me. It's it's a little stalkery. You, actually, you, no, you sent me you sent me a contact request. Yes, I did. I did, but I I was expecting. You know, a little foreplay, like, okay, they've added you, and then, okay, no. they'll message you. But it's fine. It's fine. I'm lo- it's lovely. I had, a, I had a UK question. Is that okay? Of course it is, sir. Away you go. I'm calling from the US. Yes. And I saw this thing on TV, and it, it seemed like it was fake, but maybe it's real. So there is Theresa May. Yes. 
you know, in her stodgy Theresa May way, which yes. honestly looks good compared to what we have to deal with here in the U.S. <laughs> wow. Um, and she's speaking about what seems to be Brexit. And the letters on the sign in back of her are falling apart as she's talking about Brexit. Mate, is that's that, the, that is real. That is the state of Britain at the moment. Please send food parcels, send your military, send boats and help. We've had enough military, Let, Let's and maybe we should do that so we have less military here in the U.S. Man, we are as screwed as you guys. We're screwed in a different way, but we are screwed. Come on, hang on. Poverty, let's compare. Yeah. Poverty being blown up by North Korea. Poverty, North Korea blow up. Come on. Yeah, up. but I want to buy the new iPhone and I can't afford it. <laughs> hey man, know. listen, we're coming to the end of the show. Can I yeah. who are, can I ask cuz you did just send me your friend uh, contact request and thank you so much. We've got literally 30 seconds. Who are you and how did you find us? Um I found you by browsing the internet and uh obviously I'm lonely here in the US, so I was looking for an alternative and there's the late night Mate, alternative. So listen, we're going to finish now. Whereabouts in the states are you? I'm in New York City. Okay, so we're five hours ahead of you, so that means that our show starts 5 p.m. your time and finishes 8 p.m. your time. We're on Monday to Friday. Give us a call tomorrow, man. I'll do that. Thank you, buddy. Speak to you then. Take care. Bye-bye. I'm loving this. People are just finding us by accident. Man, it's always the end of the show. We'll speak to him tomorrow, hopefully. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more.